My name is Alan Cox. Thank you for showing up. Welcome. Say hi to Bill Squire, who's here too. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Creepy hugs to everybody out there, except for the refs and the Warriors. Can't stand them. They might be most in need of hugs at this point. No. Creepy or otherwise. No. No? Not extending the olive branch? Not at all. All right. Erica Lauren's here too. Pageant Wave is at half mass today <laughs> because of the Cavs. I'm in good staff. spirits yeah. overall, but very butthurt still about last night. Mm-hmm. But hurt mm-hmm. over it all. Mm-hmm. But I still believe in the Cavs. If anything, did we not see that the Cavs can go toe to toe with the Warriors? Everyone thought we'd get they crushed. Can, they can go toe to toe with the Warriors and the refs. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have uh, and we can more to overcome. Win. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll oh. take it. Mm hmm. The defense was good. I was I was pretty pleased. Horseshoes and hand grenades, man. Got to look on the bright side. That's right. Speaking of which, pound cake's back behind the glass. Happy Freaky Friday, white people. It is, right? Happy Pride Month, pound cake. Thank you. Today's first day of Pride Month. Are you and Bill in the flats tonight, or is that tomorrow? Tonight. That's tonight. tonight, yeah. Hope the weather holds out. Yeah. It's not it's... supposed to rain tonight. It's supposed to rain like now. Is it yeah. rain or shine? Yeah, I believe I mean, it is. Yeah, but... We're not even, like, really getting started. Started. The party ain't getting started until, like, 10. I was going to say, mm-hmm. uh, flat-out pride, that's not anything that's going to be hindered by a little bit of moisture in the air. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Especially people aren't going to be wearing that much clothing anyway. So. Sure. cool off. Yeah. Have you determined what your outfit will be? I brought Will some... you look appropriately slutty? Are, <laughs> Are you, you trying <laughs> to keep it mildly professional? Do you have enough outfits that you can do a fashion show and be like, what about this one? What about this one? And, like... Put it all together. I have a backpack full, so I just have options. So when I get to the hotel suite, do you have I it mean, with you? Room. It's just a room. Yeah, it's just a room. Do you have it with you? I have clothes. Yeah. We should pick out his outfit. No, I want to pick it out myself. You don't <laughs> want our opinions? No. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna. When put it comes in. to D picks, he wants your opinions, <laughs> not when it comes to clothes. I think I'm gonna keep it mildly professional, and then walk around tomorrow for the parade. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So today is the only day that you're doing something that you're hosting. Yeah, today we're hosting. Tomorrow we'll just be there attending. Mm-hmm. I'll be there with my son. And, All right. Uh, just to enjoy the festivities because it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Every year I just get go broke at those damn 
festivals, like buy the little cute little shirts and the little undies. You know that's fully within your control, right? How they, they get me every time. No, they get me every time because I'm just like, well, it's for a good cause. Like, oh, oh, this shirt fights AIDS. Give me it. Oh, oh, oh this, <laughs> this shirt fights AIDS. Uh-huh. By, by this Although hat. I think give me that AIDS fighting shirt you got there. I was gonna say I think they determined that uh, certain other um, yeah, prescriptions do a better job of that, but you know, they get me AZT every time. perhaps. The oh. cotton poly blend. Yeah, oh, with breathable fabric. <laughs> oh, buy this hat you get free poppers give me it like <laughs> fine free poppers this t- yeah. now does the shirt itself say this t-shirt fights aids no it's no. usually like i would uh, buy that shirt i would buy the shirt would that too. Says, yeah this shirt fights aids so sure. do you wear those little mini underwear like i always feel like gay guy underwear looks like children's briefs it's supposed with, to. They're without very the without the characters on it, them. Like the Andrew Christian underwear. I know what you're talking about. Do you about. wear those? Do you buy those and wear those? I get them as gifts. But I don't I don't think I've ever bought any. Like you oh. like you could buy them online and I like comfortable briefs. I don't like the super little the tiny little small <laughs> tiny ones. little briefs. <laughs> right. He, he likes a nice uh, Jamaican hammock, I believe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Banana Jamaican hammock. <laughs> I got one from a gift as a boy, and he was like, well, every time you use the, every time you wear these, you'll think of me. And I'm like, I'll, I'm having sex with another dude. I take these off. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Bryce. <laughs> like, I have to think about that. So he's kind of scarred me. Hmm. Anywho. It's <laughs> come a long way from Woody Guthrie putting this machine kills fascists on his guitar in the oh, 40s. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, if you'd like to join us today, feel free to 216-578-1007 or 800-348-1007. Uh, the live stream you can watch at our YouTube channel, which you can get to at alancockshow.com. Uh, we've had some podcast issues in the past couple of days. I think yesterday's is up. Yeah, it's up. It's posted. Um, it's Wednesday's working. is gone. That's not uh, being retrieved. But again, I tell people a solid plan B is to just watch the archived live streams. Uh, at our YouTube channel. Uh, you want to text me, 35192. Email, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. First text of the day from Colleen. Remember she called oh, yeah. yesterday? About my grammar. She said, I was not drunk, in all caps. And I resent <laughs> your saying that I could be bombed out of my mind and still recognize bad grammar when I hear it. <laughs> you just sounded tipsy, Colleen. She was saying a little. To do, it had yeah. nothing to do with you picking out the grammar. I mean, you know, but... You did sound a little tipsy, but I I take you at your word. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Where are you guys going to be posted up, by the way? I think people are going to want to come by and say hi to you guys. We'll be at it's like right the across, East Bank, so like right where... Um, right across from Coastal Taco. You're, not in, Taco. you're not in the parade. The, we're not in the parade. We, we can march be, if we want to. Yeah, we'll, we can march if we want to do that tomorrow, but tonight we'll be... Right in front of uh, like Thirsty Dog. Thirsty Dog, yeah. yeah and like, they have a uh, stage out there. They have it all like open container set up so you can walk around outside and have drinks. and It's a lot of fun. It's free, too. All right. Long as pound cake isn't classified as an open container. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine. <laughs> hey, Rube Star. Why? Alan, big Cleveland fan here. And I don't know if you know this or not, but last year I really tried to motivate the Browns by letting them know that if they won a game, I would do stand-up. Now, I don't know if they didn't read my tweets or didn't take me seriously, but they didn't win any games last year. That should tell you something. Well, I'm did, did Ty Lue jump in the lake today? He didn't jump in the lake. Hugh Jackson said he was going to jump in the lake. Maybe if the, if the Browns went 1-15 uh, again and they went 0-16. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was right. They didn't go 1-15 again. Uh, what would you say, Rubestar? 
I said, I'm going to be taking the stage in Kent at a local gyro place to support the Cavs whether they win or not. Mm-hmm. Now, I got a lot of material, Alan, mm-hmm. that I didn't get to use last year, and I think mm-hmm. enough times past I could do my uh, Chester Bennington material. Give me one piece of material. 9-11 was an inside job. 7-11 is a part-time job. There you go. So if you really want to see, uh, you know, some hilarity, uh, whether or not the Cavs win. Between the, the show, right? Between the Cavs, the Goo Goo Dolls, and Rube Star, I'm having a bad Friday right uh, now. Collective soul, but I take your right, point. Whatever it is. How much more can we take, frankly? Listen, I want to cast your mind back to yesterday's show. Yeah? Let me play you a clip from yesterday's show. I was in the kitchen uh, during the break, and somebody had one of those sports roundtable shows on the television, and in the crawl said, Can LeBron trust J.R. Smith in the finals? <laughs> <laughs> what, did he steal your socks? Oh, God. So dramatic. Maybe they knew something we did not know. Well. Whoever those television talking heads were, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just so ridiculous. How do you not know what's going I, on I there? texted been, Bill. I was, like, really upset. I, I was... It's a good thing I wasn't on Ambien, because I was still pretty mad on Twitter. Yeah. Like, I was going off. I do like that little yeah. Lord Fauntleroy outfit that LeBron had on at the post <laughs> yeah. team. Oh, that's the, that is the best part. Like, he had an amazing game, but him leaving that press conference with his purse, did you see that gift? Well, yeah, this is what got him to leave, was the ESPN guy just prodding him over the end of the game. Did he think that the game was tied, or did he think that you guys had it salted away? How do I know that? Or did you discuss it at all with him at the end of the play? No, they asked me if I talked to Jr. about. It. I said no already. I knew it was a tie game. We met, we, we was down one. Um, George Hill went up. He made the first one. We got the offensive rebound. You know, I thought we were all aware of what was going on. That's my view. So, I don't know what Jr. was thinking. I don't know the question you're trying to ask. I was just trying to see if you you knew exactly what his state of mind was. Did he think? that you guys had it won, or did he think he was trying to make a play? Not sure. I'm not sure. No, I don't know his state of mind. Did you know if he knew the score? That's where he gets up and leaves. But the best part is, like, it'd be it would have more impact if he just like gets up and just storms out. But he has to collect his like headphones and his little man purse, messenger bag, and it takes a minute. So he doesn't get to just storm out. He has to like collect his belongings first. (laughs) And he's a lackey, and he does it so like. He does it with some sass, like the way he like (laughs) he puts his sunglasses on. his, His sunglasses are on. He just looks up. To the ceiling, like he's better than everybody. It is yeah. one of my favorite videos. If I were him, though, I would be super pissed off too. I wouldn't want to answer. Oh yeah, that. he got Absolutely. beat by his own teammate last yeah. night. Yeah, like yeah. I. Not I only did he even... have to play the Warriors, he had to play J.R. Smith too. I wouldn't even want to comment on it. Plus, he put up fifty points. Mm-hmm. The dude's probably exhausted beyond 50 belief. Points. Yes, I didn't watch. Wow. Yes, it's really the Golden Crazy. State Warriors versus LeBron, LeBron <laughs> paved the way for that win. Like he paved the way. Wow. And in spite of the refs, the the line was twelve. Like the the uh, Warriors were giving up twelve points, and the Cavs could have won it. There was the last minute was just madness from the reverse charge call to the. And one that Steph Curry got mm-hmm. to the missed free throw to the JR. I checked in. It was it was ridiculous that all those things, so many things had to go wrong for the, the Cavs to lose. Yeah. 
And they all did. Well, I checked in uh, midway through the second quarter. I was like, hey, they're winning. Cool. And then was, the Cavs look good. I mean, yeah, by all accounts, they should have won that game. And, and I know we say, but they didn't win. Yeah. But the thing is, they really did get screwed over on multiple calls. Right. And J.R. Smith... I, I really don't know what you can say. I well, really and also don't know what Ty Lue didn't call timeout there. Like, there's, it was just mind-boggling but that here's that the thing. He should not have even had to call timeout because J.R. Swish was underneath the basket right. with the rebound. He, he could have just put it just, right back in. And, yeah. Or draw the foul if yep. he doesn't think he can make it, whatever. It was so, like, the moment was it, there. It was, it was mind-boggling that it ended See, the way it did. See, I'm still so upset. Yeah. Oh. I, d- I didn't want to be this upset today, but no. I am. Nerd alert! Yes! All right, good. Hello? Hello? What the? Oh, for the love of Cox. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. By the way, we will be getting two winners for Bill's foot golf team today as one winner had to bow out. Somebody that we added to the lineup for Manchester Hair United. That's a, uh, I appreciate them letting us know beforehand. I do, too. That's, that's very responsible. We're Rather not than up. not showing up. That's right. That's we the always, classic kind of team that I have. We always have uh, alternates uh, on standby, but uh, we'll get two winners today to close out the week at 520. Uh, we go back to Mastic Woods for the fourth annual Alan Cox Show Foot Golf Tournament. Erica will not have a team this year. Uh, she will most likely ride around in a golf cart and mock everyone else. <laughs> it seems like it's pretty much up my alley. I should do this every year. My team's never won. Why you hadn't thought of it until now? <laughs> yeah. Under duress, I don't know. Speaking of teams, we need to do the punishments. They're still uh, in the air. Yeah. Why not? We can we can knock Polar them out blast next week. punishments were on yeah. hold until Erica returned. I'm down for next week. You're going to get the vertical one-half spray tan? Yeah, or I, I have the spray tan stuff. I could do it at home and just tape, no, no, tape no, myself no, off. No, 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 we no, want to no. do it here in studio. It's got to be done here oh, on, here. on yeah. premises. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've got to film that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that on the live stream. We'll, Alan will do shot roulette, mm. and I'll order pound cake shot caller. I'll, I'll get it today. <laughs> pound cake is probably hoping that we would forget about the punishments, that he wouldn't have to sit there with the shot collar on. <laughs> Is that a fair assessment, Cody? I was praying on it. He was praying on it. Well, prayer does not work. Once again, proven (laughs) there's no one up there listening to you. Uh, Whether it's good news or bad news, uh, there's no one there. (laughs) We have one life, we die, then we're worm food. Wow. But nevertheless, please continue whatever your archaic rituals are in the hopes that someday they will bear fruit. Uh, Tribes still in Minneapolis tonight. Second to four against the Twins. They got them nine to eight last night. Uh, tonight, first pitch at eight ten. Yeah, here on WMMS. Bieber got slapped around a little bit Did in he? his debut, but we still got the win. <laughs> All right. I was thinking of Justin Bieber. Right. <laughs> That's. I'm like, who slapped Justin Bieber? Shane the... Bieber is that his name? Yeah, Shane Bieber. Okay, he got called up from Columbus. Yep, and he gave up some runs, and as he was exiting. The twins started playing "Baby" by Justin Bieber. Oh, so that's a. Uh, that sure, never heard that before. Right, and the Indians are tweeting. They're like, "That should be illegal. <laughs> that, they should get fined or something." <laughs> the Indians have a great. Whoever's running their social media is fantastic. They're very, very funny, clever, and very clever. Yeah. Speaking of social media, Roseanne Barr tweeted out the conversation that she had with ABC's Ben Sherwood. 
in which she said she begged the network to not kill the show. She said she begged about 40 mother effers to keep the show on the air, to not fire all of that cast and crew because of something stupid that she had done. Please let me apologize. Let me make amends. I told them I was willing to do anything to make things right. I would do free publicity. I would travel. I I, I begged for people. But no one wants to see you. That's the would thing. Would she do a speaking tour with Michelle Obama? <laughs> Would she she do that? Uh, begged, well, no, because she retweeted some nonsense about how Michelle Obama had a hand in getting the show taken up. Something, I don't know. These people just throw stuff against the wall. But she said she really wants, she's in full on Mia Culpa mode and said that she begged the network uh, to not uh, fire her. Somebody caught up with her. So we played you the clip of uh, some people who found John Goodman at home in New Orleans and asked him what he thought. And he was. He was pretty uh, sanguine about the whole thing. He's just like, I don't want to say anything. Uh, Roseanne said she believes in one love for all people. One love. Her Twitter tells a different story. Yeah, it really does. It tells a very different story, because she is not a loving person on Twitter. She is constantly belittling people and hating on people, throwing crap out there. She's not a loving person. She's not loving on the show, either. She's... But, no. Bill, can it be said that social media has invariably brought out the worst in all of us? No. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no. I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, I can't think of a time I've gone to a stranger's page to leave a negative comment about something that they posted. Well, it doesn't have to take the exact same form as that, but it could be just a comment that perhaps you've put out there that rubbed people the wrong way. Hmm. But you felt very strongly about it, it at the time. Doesn't have to be racist, though. I'm not saying it does. That is Roseanne's example. I'm not saying that we should all be held to that standard. What I'm saying is that social media has clearly brought things out in people that even they might not have known that they had in them, because it's you know, especially for people who are operating under the veil of anonymity. I mean, we all have, all have our names attached to what we say. Mm-hmm. So I think it's safe to say we're all very careful. And yeah. we all have blue check marks on Twitter, right? Yeah. Right, right Poundcake? Poundcake uh, does not, Bill. And uh, the fact that you brought that up <laughs> to his face. See what I mean about bringing out the worst in people? Yeah, but this you... isn't social media. This is real <laughs> this life. This is IRL. I'm looking him in the eyes. That's right. In both those beady little eyes. And I gave him a chance to get that. throwing that blue check mark at him. I applied. I think I got denied. You applied? How do you apply? You, you can apply to be verified. There's oh. some kind of back door, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, you got denied. Why it's did you same, get denied? Same thing I said for you. Like, it's... I, I showed never, you guys how to do it. Yeah, but I never applied for anything. I never filled anything out. Well, how, well, how did you get denied, Pancake? What was the wording on that? I, I don't... You have, don't have enough people, or... No, no, it's not based on followers. It's based on, like, if someone is going to... If they think you're... Your Twitter can be duplicated, or, or that's something what like it's that. more about. When it's when it's yeah, and there's, there's about a chance I that them, other people are and there's like six hundred uh, pound cake parody accounts. And that's what I told them. I think they think I was like blowing smoke <laughs> up their asses. Like I said, no, people really try to like like, like try and uh, so the it, audience has screwed you out of that blue check mark, is what you're saying? I guess just like they screwed me huh. out of the Oberlin Wikipedia page. <laughs> they always ruin. Yeah, but there there are but there are a number of there's all kinds of Alan Cox show. I'm I'm verified. What do they call? That them. was there's before all the parody accounts. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wasn't? Yes, you, you got verified before that people no, started I making... No, I didn't. No. No. I got verified like two years ago. Okay, well, then I don't... They that probably, was way after all the parody accounts. They probably thought you were more legit because it, the followers come into account and, like, your notoriety, I guess. Like, I don't well, know. But, but, but you have a lot, lot of followers. I'm just saying like, Twitter doesn't know who I am. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I don't know. I'm not I'm not the people who verify. I just went to the blue checkmark page, uh, filled one out, and they were like, well, we don't think someone's going to try and duplicate you or, or, That's what or they said? parody you. Pretty much, yeah. So there's a blue checkmark page. Yes, you hmm. go, there's like you go. There's a verified Twitter account, and you go. Because I thought when you went, I thought they had a page for that, but it just said, "Don't call us, we'll call you." Basically, well, for a while Unless they've opened that. See, up. they they opened it up for a while on Twitter where you could submit, and then they had to close it down because all these neo Nazis were getting verified because mm-hmm. they had like official websites and lots of followers, and then Twitter was getting all this backlash because. That people are like, hey, can you stop verifying? I was going to say, if you, if you go hate speech, if you go solely by number of followers, there's a lot of Nazis with a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they caught up with Roseanne, and she says she believes in one love. I'm not going to talk to you except for to say, have a nice day. I believe in one love for all people. I love all people. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you go back 10 years, she might have a fallback position. Anybody remember Rockin' with Roseanne calling all kids? No. You don't remember the music she did back in 06, 07? She could go back to this. Now gather around me, children, and listen to my song. Clap your hands, tap your feet, come on and sing along. I'm calling all kids, calling all kids. I'm calling them monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she did tell it like it was. It's not always easy being five years old. Sometimes you get sick and tired of doing what you're told. We're calling all kids, calling all kids, and that means you. She doesn't have a bad voice. I mean, given that Did honk- you hear her saying, take me out to the ball game? Well, that's different. Holy. She wasn't trying. She was trying to be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Hey, come she clearly was not trying to keep a tune, but yeah. this, where she's sing-singing. I mean, kind of. She's well, going, calling all kids, calling all kids. Is right. that hard? I'm not saying it's hard. I'm saying basically all anybody knows from her singing is the national anthem. <laughs> yeah. Or take me out. Wait, it was the national anthem. It was the national anthem. It was the national anthem. Yeah, it was the national anthem. That's why everybody got so pissed. Everybody got real pissed at her for that. Sure. Yeah. That was back when football fans got mad at uh, white people. <laughs> Baseball, actually, I believe. Yeah. We've got a message for the world, and every single word is true. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Calling all kids. So maybe Rosie's got a fallback position there. I don't know. Rockin' with Roseanne. Fun-filled kids' tunes with loads of singing and dancing. (laughs) There's loads, all right. (laughs) 
It's just the one it's song? So Very catchy. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway. You're not going to have that in my head. Calling all kids. Calling all kids. Which sounds creepy. Yeah, and that's a very, yeah, you can't be walking around, calling all kids. <laughs> calling all kids, I'll tell you the truth. And uh, you're tired of parents telling you what to do. What a weird song to put out. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not easy being five years old. No, it's really always, easy. Always doing what easiest, you're told. It's the easiest life will ever be. Yeah, I think that's the not easiest Not when you want age. to be your own person, man. You know, <laughs> you're you're shorter than everybody else. You can't reach anything. Everybody's yeah, but, t- People can still pick you up against your will. Imagine if there was somebody in your life as an adult. They could just pick you up and put you somewhere whenever mm-hmm. they wanted. That would suck. That's the life of a kid. Every time I pick up my daughter, who's, you know, a skosh over two, I think about that. I go, I can pick you up. Anytime I want and put you somewhere. Yeah, I can sit you on the couch. But she won't I, stay there. No, but still, I can put I can pick her up. My can, husband does that. I can pick all three <laughs> of you up. guys up. Picks me up and puts me places. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but he probably does that in a sexy way. Not always. When he's you, <laughs> you say, Honey, could Sometimes you Sometimes he just got a dust. <laughs> honey, could you move me from this chair yeah. to the couch? I got a vacuum in the couch, so uh, I'm gonna move you over here and then I'll put you back when you're done. Yeah, it's usually I'm in the way of something. But the whole Roseanne thing, you know, uh, ABC and Disney and ESPN, that's all one big thing. And so now people are wondering, because ESPN, uh, I think, has rehired Keith Olbermann. And so now people are wondering, okay, are they going to go back? Because if you go back through Keith Olbermann's Twitter feed, when he was just doing Trump stuff, I think after a while he finally said, screw it, my head's going to explode. And he just said, I'm just going to do sports. But when he was doing Trump stuff, oof. There's a lot of bad stuff in there. So they're wondering if ESPN... Now, again, in 2018, I don't know who you'd find that wouldn't... Any kind of public figure or media figure who wouldn't have a couple of tweets that might give somebody pause as a potential... Yeah. Pl- You're going to end up with tumbleweeds through your television studios after a while. So yeah, anytime you have a glow-up, you have to go through your tweets and make sure that you are not going to get called out for something you said eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, the Samantha B thing is still continuing. She called Ivanka Trump the C word on her show, and everybody flipped their wigs. You Cute. know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child, but let me just say, one mother to another, do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless <laughs> He listens to you. He's trying to make a point in immigration. Now, again, anytime you take a cheap shot, and it was a cheap shot, you know, you're going to get some heat. But doesn't isn't there like a bro code there kind of thing where if you're a girl you can call another girl the c word? I don't think I don't, so. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. She lost a couple advertisers. She'd had a couple people drop. I think she had uh, State Farm, and Enterprise or something like that. But uh, again, and she handed a gift to right wingers because mm-hmm. now it's become oh uh, oh uh, Roseanne and, uh, and just, Samantha B. I'm and it's sick of the tit for tat. I'm sick of it. Good pun. Uh, <laughs> listen, name... But truly, though, aren't you sick of one... Pre- oh, well, he said this. Well, she said... It's, it is well, it is like we are children. That's where we are now. But again, mm-hmm. objectively speaking, name-calling is simply not the same as blatant racism. So I know that there are people that are trying to make it... You know, Megyn Kelly was comparing her to Roseanne. On TBS, Samantha B was going after Ivanka Trump and the criticism that she made of Ivanka on... Her father's policies when it comes to separating children from their undocumented parents, fine. Totally fair game. But she called Ivanka Trump a 
feckless C-word. <laughs> hey, I would and like to point I, out that I learned the word feckless from all this. A lot of people did. I didn't know what that meant. Well, there you go. It's a great word. That's what made me. I love the word feckless. Even just the news cover. Well, so-and-so called so-and-so this. It literally sounds like we're tattling on siblings. And look at how. It's exactly what it sounds like. Look at how far we've come. There's two women that are dominating the news cycle and not a man in sight. See? <laughs> she apologized for it, which I think was before the advertisers started pulling, which I think is the right move. But, you know, all these conservatives want her fired, which, frankly, is funnier than anything her writers could have ever come up with. Uh, because, frankly, I would expect Republicans and conservatives, I'd fully expect that they would extend the same forgiveness to Samantha B, that they've given in abundance to the president. That's all you ever hear. Hey, just Trump being Trump. We forgive him. He's our guy. So it's time to forgive Samantha I don't B. agree with everything that he says, but, you know, he speaks his mind, and I appreciate it's, that. It would be patently right? absurd to suggest that a comedian be held to a higher standard than the president of the United States. I don't care what your politics are. That on its face is utterly ridiculous. She's making a point about the immigration policies. But you lose your but you lose your point. I know. When you start doing that, whenever you have a caller calling in, they start calling you, you know, names and throwing stuff out there. I know. You you completely lose the argument at that point. Why can't we just get back to, "Hey, I really do, I really do not agree with your policies. I do not agree with your politics." And by the way, when Ted Nugent called Hillary the C-word, he got an invitation to the White House. So, Wait, you know, let's you're just... telling me that people have called Hillary Clinton <laughs> the C-word? You would not believe it, Bill. When we go to break, I'm going to show you some uh, show you some comments online. <laughs> oh, that is astounding, but and that seems just wrong. We're the only country really that really cares about the C-world, the C-word. Like... We we care a lot about C-world. We made that documentary <laughs> about it. Down. Trying to shut them oh, down. Oh, blackfish, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but like in Ireland, Canada, Australia, like they use. The but it C-word. means well, something just different used differently too. there. No, mm-hmm. it's just like the a bit here. No. Well, that was that was the bit that Jim Jeffries did. He's like. Okay, now I gotta apologize for all the people I called the C word because he's from Australia and he uses this super cut of him yeah, using the C word. So Samantha B is Canadian, so she doesn't get a, a foreign pass. Ooh, that's my C word. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I don't think, like I said, you keep trying to say Canada is this foreign country. <laughs> Canada is America Junior. Their language is very similar to ours. Most of them speak French. So no, no most of don't. them do not speak French. If from Montreal and Quebec, they speak French. But. Uh, yeah, so, it, you know, whatever. It's interesting to see the routes people are taking on this. Yeah, you're right. The name-calling, no matter where you're coming from, that, to me, is where you like loose. But again, it's a comedy show. Mm-hmm. That that word is still an A-bomb in comedy, even though kind of more people are using it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I understand it's comedy, but it's 
political comedy. And I think you just need to remove the the name calling, the he said, she said thing from politics, because I don't think anyone's actually getting their point across because we're getting caught up in semantics. Oh, well, let's qualify how bad the C word is versus Roseanne saying this. Everybody just needs to stop the name calling and get to the point. What's your argument? Well, that's why it overshadowed the point she was trying to make, which is that they're engaging in this like openly cruel immigration policy. And Ivanka is allegedly the person who's supposed to be this advocate for children and families, but she's too busy trying to get. Chinese patents for her clothing line. Or that was the matter, real point. Though. But as soon as you drop a word like that, everything else goes out the window. And that's, right. that's, that's why the story. Fat Mike from NoFX got in trouble, right? Didn't he use the C word? <laughs> Did he? No. no, he said, "I'm unless you mean country music." Oh, country! Was, yeah, yeah, country. Was, it was country music yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah. Okay. in Vegas. <laughs> he said, "C word music." No, fans. no, no, country music. He was happy that country okay. music fans yeah. got shot and I'm not sorry, punk was, rock fans. I, it was a little bit garbled, so yeah, I couldn't really okay. make it out. But by the way, none of this matters. Like, I don't understand what point they're trying to make. You think that if he didn't listen to Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon? Listen, uh, I think it all matters. It Colbert. all matters. I agree it, with you. It does. When, it's the when, sum of everything. When Tucker Carlson and when Megyn Kelly, when they say this is gross, they're absolutely right. But you lose, you lose me when you go into the whole like Trump going. Why does she still have a job? She should be fired. To be like, dude. Sit down. And he's a demanding apology. You have less than zero credibility on this issue. Well, either way, it's up to the individual network to decide what they, how they want their, their employees to conduct themselves. If they find fault in something that one of their employees says, it's up to them to decide whether or not they lose their job. Hey, look at this. Roseanne didn't lose any advertisers. It's true. Hey, that's one way to not lose advertisers. That's true. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, this is the 50th anniversary of WMMS. Buzzard Radio. An iHeartRadio station. Ask Alexa to play WMMS on iHeartRadio. Now, back to the Alan Cox Show. Two one six five seven eight one double oh seven or eight hundred three four eight one double oh seven. Three five one nine two. You can text me that way. Alancoxshow.com for everything else. The live stream's there. Uh, you can listen via the free iHeartRadio app. Uh, I think Walter the Opera Singing Dog got taken down, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. That's a but, uh... Copyright. Mm. <laughs> copyright. to make an album. No, uh, I, I think what happened was they ended up selling it to one of those YouTube channels that will like gotcha. push like out. An like, yeah, yeah. So that probably happened. Maybe they sold it to the company that does those dogs barking the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> That'd be or great. the ones going hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Um, That's my favorite America's Funniest Video compilation, is the... The dogs talking. The dogs talking. Not Taylor Swift goat screaming? I mean, I also Ooh, like that. I love that one. On the cold, hard <laughs> <laughs> Me and Pride. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be pound cake at Pride, yeah, isn't that's, it? That's what I get to deal with all night. Wow. So that's how much I care about LGBTQ rights. Is I will put up with that tonight. You're willing to kind of yes. chaperone him. You can say a lot of things about me, but you can't say that I'm not a good time. I'm a no, fun. we have a blast. We have a very good time. I am a fun person to hang out and with. And we have very good stage banter 
if oh, yeah. I do say so myself. As I do say so myself. <laughs> you just did say so yourself. I heard the words yeah. coming out of your mouth. Hoping this last round of inductions into the Rock Hall, they would have inducted Shaka Khan. I knew it was a long shot, but Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. I'll tell you what, boy. If I could find a way, if she gets in next time, it's in Cleveland. If I could find a way when they walk her up to slip in the pound cake, I'm every woman Shaka Khan version in there. I do love me some Shaka. Shaka Khan. She's fantastic. You know, there's a real missed opportunity. We should have made you over into a drag queen for this weekend. Why is that? I'm not tucking. You don't have to tuck, but like do the makeup and the I wig. I think you and... might want to tuck people, if you're going to go the yeah. full Monty. People dedicate like they, they but you tuck. don't have to, you can wear something that conceals that region. You don't, I don't have hurt to tuck. It. Is there a um, uh, in the drag community, of which I'm largely ignorant, of course? But is there a device that is sold within the drag community that makes it more comfortable to tuck? Is there like a special kind of oh, there's, pants, there's or is there things. a kind of uh, so that I, I assume if you're new to that whole game, you might go right for some electrical tape. It's like Spanx but, for penises. Basically. Okay, it's like its own apparatus. All and, right, and it fits in because they they have this thing like I, everything is just so hidden because looking at them, you wouldn't tell that they have all this like padding on. But like they have a they have the thing to conceal their penis, and then they have like <laughs> they have this like thing for their waist, so it makes it look all womanly. It gives them like Kim Kardashian curves, and then they have their boobs, which I couldn't tell that like they don't they're not stuffing or anything. It's just like padding that goes over it, and they'll wear skimpy clothing and still not look like they have padding on. It's the strangest thing. I think what it is is it kind of like. It's hard to explain, but it's almost like it's like a maxi pad. So it's like if you have some some bulging down there, mm-hmm. it uh-huh. kind of like flattens the surface. Well, you certainly, I understand the mechanics of it. I'm just wondering if there's a product that helps it become more comfortable. I'm sure Probably. there is. Probably. Uh, just based on my um, limited knowledge of drag, drag queens <laughs> from watching Drag Race, um, I feel like there's one pretty much accepted device that everyone uses. You don't have okay. any yeah, some Tucker Carl shim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we have uh, members of the drag community in our audience. Maybe they can get me hit. We have that one guy that's called in a couple of times, and he says he's got like a girlfriend, and yeah, he's he's not even a gay guy. But he's keeping it on the low, isn't he? He's like a cam guy for that or something. Yeah, but he he does it. He's a sweet transvestite. I would love from Transylvania. Yeah, I'd love to do drag makeup on Pound Cake. Glue his eyebrows, and you know, give him the new eyebrows. I'm fine with the makeup and the dress. I don't care about that. I'm just not tucking. I didn't say you had to. Okay, well then, if you wanted to do like a night where you just wanted to put girl makeup on me and put me in a wig, fine. But I'm not stepping out. Like you could do it in privacy. You could Instagram it, but I'm not going out in public. Like I that. was never more attractive than the year I went as a woman for Halloween. <laughs> I did the. I'll find you the photo. I did the full. Bug. Well, that and the Shining twins. I didn't even recognize <laughs> you when you guys wore that. Nah, that was my wife's idea. I liked it though. It's yeah. clever. She's but pretty sharp. Mm-hmm. I always ask because I do have a lot of drag friends, and I'm. This is like TMI, but I, I have like, a lot of friends that are drag I, too. I, I, I said, if, if you're packing, I was like, can you be a drag queen? Because it's a lot more to tuck. And they're like, yeah, you can. You tuck it inside out. I said, Ugh. 
Like it, it just, inside out. Like you push it. Like it. I don't know. I can't push explain it, it real good, man. But like you, ha- you have to like push it in. And you know like, when you like it. roll socks together? Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you can't get like an erection or anything. I was like, it's like an Audi belly button. <laughs> <laughs> back in. Couldn't Imagine, you couldn't you just pop it back? And I don't know. Up and tuck it under I your under your uh, under your. I feel like if you just corset. If you just stretch it and place it underneath, the front would be flat. Stretch it a little bit and hope for the Yeah, best. if you just if yeah. you just uh Right, but you better hope that you don't get aroused at any point you can. in the evening. Buffalo Bill, yeah. But I think it's probably constricted at that point. Yeah, you can't. It's like wearing compression shorts. You can still get a boner when it's constricted. For a lot of people, that's what gives you a boner. If you're wearing too tight pants, you're walking around with a rod. Not from yeah. my experience. I like I have friends that are that's like been my experience. Go-go boys, when they when they dance on the bar, they wear they're underwear are so tight you can see like veins i'm not kidding it, it's so tight that they can't get an erection like it, it's just too tight you just can't the blood's not going to flow down there i've had my wife tell me you can't wear those pants <laughs> i go okay <laughs> thanks for telling me bulging? yes she's like, like that time you wore the onesie on the bar crawl you bill need to wear those pants you <laughs> feckless son of a bitch judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not a onesie. Didn't like think the, I didn't think the Reds were going to match so exactly. All right. Look like a onesie. What do you want from <laughs> it? It was a twosie. I need, it was I not need, a onesie. I need photographic evidence of this. It's on his Instagram. Okay. Yeah, it looked like I was wearing a onesie. Yeah. I could see where that misapprehension would have taken root. It is on there, right? Yeah, it's on there. Yeah. That was what? The superhero bar superhero crawl? Superhero yeah, bar crawl. Uh, end of April. Yep, the 21st. I and considering Alan thing. posts about two pictures a year on Instagram, you should find it in no time. <laughs> Uh, well, the one I, I I don't did I post the full one? You somebody did. I don't know if I posted the full one. No, I, I just see your top half. I posted oh. like a selfie. Yeah. Maybe it was on mine. I think it was. On we yours. all took pictures of them. It, it might have been on my outfit. story. Mm. Mm. Um, I'll find it. Disappointing. Cavs lose by ten last night out in Oakland. Game two is going to be Sunday night at eight o'clock. Hopefully, they will fare better against their own teammates. Yeah. Uh, eight o'clock Sunday night on MMS. I think. Or are we going to have a tribe game on? Um, I have that information somewhere. Uh, that information will be... Yes, Game 2 will be here on WMMS. They will be back home on Wednesday for Game 3 at the queue. And you can be there. We've got tickets for you to win at WMMS.com. Hit the contest tab. I think we're giving away one pair for game three. So you've got a shot at that. That's Samantha. That's Samantha B story's got me like on the verge of saying feckless C. Feckless. <laughs> just a I, it just it, 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 it rolls off the tongue. Like that is a great The alliteration there. Yeah, yeah. That, that What's is, the like, definition of feckless? What is feckless? Like mean? ineffective mm-hmm. kind of oh, okay. yeah, like la- kind of lazy ish, okay. ineffective, yeah. But it's a great uh adjective. Yeah. yeah. I I hadn't heard that one before. Yeah, feckless. Hey Steve. Hey guys. What's going on, Steve? Uh, happy Friday. First things first. Thank I haven't you. called since Erica's been back, so I just wanted to say congratulations being back. Thanks and, so much. Uh, good to hear you. Thank you. Um, you guys were talking about the drag shows. I attended my first drag show last night. The oh, show. good for you. 
slow clap. You want as a plus one, I assume? I did, I did. Yeah, my girl works uh, for Progressive. She's organizing. I'm going to be oh, taking pictures uh, on Saturday for their part in the uh, parade. Okay. So, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, house music, you could dance to it. You know, you can be who you want to be, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, people get down at those things. They're a lot of fun. Did you see any bulges? Um, a few. Uh, they were everybody's tall. I'm like I'm like five seven, five eight. That's well, yeah, because they're like, men in heels. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the heels are huge. Yeah, and they do crazy stuff in those heels too. Yeah, backflips and stuff. They're not like, just walking; they're dancing. It's and, a sport, man. Yeah, they should have the drag Olympics. <laughs> it's a sport. They probably do. Well, drag it's race, called RuPaul's but... Drag Race. That's the they drag do like Olympics. Ninja Warrior for drag queens. <laughs> My favorite drag queen is Alaska Thunder F. Like <laughs> her name is, but like her song, I, I literally get ready to it because it's such a you get uh, ready to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's called your makeup is terrible. They're Maybe all... that's what I'm missing is getting ready music. All I don't the ever drag have queens, ready music. all the drag queen songs are like um, them speaking. Like it's drag. Do pop. you have your wig on? Do you have your wig on? Wig. Do you have your wig on? Wig. That's probably a song. It's like greeting Earthlings. My name is Alaska Thunder F2000 from the planet Glamtron. So they're all ripping off RuPaul from back in the day. 100%. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's worse people to rip off. But there's like a whole... It's like, like a whole genre of music cater- itself. Yeah, yeah. category <laughs> of the industry. Mm-hmm. Just talk singing over mm. electronic dance beat. All right. Thank you, Steve. Cake yeah, should get yeah, in on that. Good. Cake doing their drag song. <laughs> it's Friday night. I'm putting on my highest heels, my shortest skirt, my best device for concealing my penis, and I got everything I need. Ha! I got my body, got my lips, got a pocket full of popcorn, pocket full of popcorn. I got my body, got my lips, got a pocket full of popcorn, pocket full of popcorn. Popcorns, baby. Mm, yeah. Alan, your drag photo is at Cracker Barrel, isn't it? You <laughs> feckless son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been there to visit in a while. Cracker Barrel? I haven't seen uh, old-timey yeah, all right. Alan in a while. All right. What was the name of it? There's a Twitter account. Mildred Cox Mildred or something. Cox, that's correct. The uh, parody account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ty Lu, by the way, says he's feeling much better after his... Uh, a medical sabbatical a while back. He said he's on anti-anxiety meds, which it turns out are coming in real handy probably right about now. So congratulations to him. Probably had to refill his prescription today. About four yeah. times during last night's game, probably. Yeah. I didn't know that that's what they eventually found he out. He just said that like yesterday or Wednesday or something. Oh, okay. They had some tests that confirmed that the causes for his chest pain... Uh, were anxiety. Well, it's a high-stress job, for sure. Yeah. Every night is a heart attack. That's mm-hmm. right. No, thank you. And when you're, a, play. when you're a human apostrophe like that guy, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Love Ty Lu. Uh, I've got <laughs> This Week in Jesus for everyone. This Week in Jesus. We've got a video at alancockshow.com of a 22-year-old preacher who hates... Video games. This guy is, he is not down with sitting in front of your television and playing games that might, to most other people, alleviate the difficulties and realities of the real world and just kind of immerse you in some escapism from time to time. This guy didn't like it. 
See what he has to say. Amazing. I, I don't like to get on the subject of evolution with atheists because they just freak out. They're like, oh my, I can't believe you don't believe in evolution. Why would I? It's stupid. You have to actually defy science. Oh, it's scientific. Well, what about this? Oh, I never thought of that. Oh, I've wait, never really, really wait. crossed. So he doesn't actually give a counterpoint there. He just says, what about this? And I never thought of that. That's that's his whole. He's 22. Yeah. I okay. mean, I love these young preachers. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, life experience counts for nothing if you're going to be a preacher, because frankly, you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right? Sure, it's he's all an made old up anyway. Soul, oh, anyway. he's an old soul. Sure. <laughs> I like Methuselah old, 900 mm-hmm. years old. I love when we find a new preacher, though. I love it. Leave him alone. We got... Well, so far, this guy sounds a little calm for my taste. Oh, well, it gets going. Does he get worked up? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched this yet. Okay, I'm taking your word for it. Lost my mind because we live in a school where it's just fill in the blank, fill in the blank, fill in the blank. They're not taught to, to logic. Cosigning. They're not yeah. taught to reason. I thank God I was in a home where I at least got taught how to logic. You know? Did I, he say how to logic? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. He he knows how to logic. This guy has a charisma, Erica. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'd make fun of him if I didn't just put my foot in my mouth yesterday. Well, trouble is, you stopped short. You could have grammatically said he has a charisma about him. Yeah. Right? You could have said that. Yeah. Didn't, though. No. So I give you a half points. I give you half points. <laughs> not like Colleen. It's that... not It's not as bad as to learn how to logic. To learn how yeah. to logic. I was talking about logic. Mm-hmm. He's got taught how to logic. You know? <laughs> and, and you know what all these atheists have in common? You know, all of they better... um, I, They don't believe in God? <laughs> <laughs> Who That's where you're that? wrong. That's where you're wrong. Yeah. You back there. Who said that? <laughs> what was that guy? Drastic times three pointer. What? Drastic measures. Yes. Who said that? Thank you. Oh my God! Please don't kill me. Oh. I promise each and every person in this room, I will hit the ground running. Why couldn't Phil Davison be a preacher? That guy should be a preacher. I agree. Or on Trump's cabinet. Not this kid who just learned how to logic. (laughs) (laughs) They're not taught to reason. I thank God I was in a home where I at least got taught how to logic. Oh, my God. And and you know what all these atheists have in common? You know, they've been attacking us online. They put out a a little two-hour documentary trying to expose the one pastor and I put out, and Brother Brandon... Put out a two-hour documentary. You know what all these atheists have in common? Video games. All right. Now, (laughs) not the Lana Del Rey song, because that is a great song. All right? Video games. Video games. That's what all atheists have in common. Now, they might. Video games. Uh, They might. I'm an atheist, and I hardly play video games. Well, all right. There's one. All right. (laughs) They all play video games. And, and Harry Potter, you get on their channel, they're in fantasy land. Not Harry Potter. That's all they ever do. You might not want to chastise people for being in fantasy land when you're up there proselytizing about atheists and video games. But okay, we'll let him go. Also, he, is, he is 22. I'm not a Harry he's, Potter fan either. He's learning how to do this. I like Harry Potter, but I'm not an atheist. So I've never read the books. I've seen the movies. Just read that Alan Rickman before he died, Mm. was kind of candid about the fact that he really felt... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Trapped in that Snape roll. That he was really worried that that was going to continue to define him. Luckily for him, what defines him now is that he is no longer alive. Yeah. <clears throat> so he got out from behind that. They can't think for themselves. They sit back and they drink Coke all day and sit behind the video game system. And now listen, if you knew, you may know the Lord, young man, but you do not know gamers because they are doing the do. All right. It's Mountain Dew, definitely Mountain Dew. Of course. It's Mountain Dew. It's Monster. It's not Coke. It yeah. might be. Yeah. Maybe don't they're trying disc- to. Don't loop Coca-Cola into this. What did they do? You Coke drinking gaming atheist. <laughs> Get out of here. Behind the video game system, and then wonder why? Oh, oh, you're crazy, brother Powell, for believing in a creator. Oh, you're insane. No, you're crazy, and you need to get off the video game system. And somebody needs to preach to him the gospel of Jesus. Somebody's mom and dad wouldn't buy him an Xbox for <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Yeah. What I love is he keeps referring it to a video game system. Yeah, right. Like, like he doesn't know what one of them is called. Mm-hmm. And honestly, well, he's across the board. He's denying that they're any good for anybody. I guess. And he doesn't want to give away the fact that he probably does have a favorite one. <laughs> yeah. You know? I love Grand Theft Auto. My parents <laughs> he took seems away like my a PC Sega. Master Race kind of guy. Uh, well, yeah, my, my parents took away my Atari Lynx, and I've never been the same. <laughs> Christ, and so that it can be saved. That's what we need. And I'm sick and tired of these stinking video games. Stinking, stinking video games. Hmm. We gotta get, make it to a checkpoint for yeah, you to be He really saved. goes all in on those videos. Like, did you see his arms flapping? Like, I'm like, he's trying to put emphasis. Like, he's like a little man with uh, what is it? They, the Napoleon complex where they're just yeah. like jumping up and down. Like, you guys gotta listen to me right now. <laughs> well, he's got on the black suit, and you know, li- but again, he's just learning how to do this. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll get a bit more refined. And I'd like to hear more from this. Can he start out somewhere? Isn't there like a pastor intern or something? Or, or well, that's probably what that's this pretty, is. Yeah. I don't know where that is, but. Uh, also this week in Jesus, there is a televangelist named Jesse Duplantis down in New Orleans who is uh, among the latest from these uh, big-time megachurch dudes who want his followers to buy him a jet. Mm. He needs $54 million. Small so, sum. One of these, uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, what do they call it when they, if you give me money, it's good for all of us. The wor- the, the something scam. gospel. The prosperity oh, gospel. Okay. That's right. Scam. Yeah, it, it, yes. Yeah. Pyramid right. scheme. In, uh, in vernacular, <laughs> yes. But, um, like Joel Osteen, these guys, well, if you give me money, rising tide lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. This guy don't want a boat, he wants a jet. And you need $54 million to do it. People say, my Lord, can't you go with this one? Yes, but I can't go at one stop. And you see, if I can do it with one stop, I can fly it for a lot cheaper because I have my own fuel farm. And that's what's a blessing of the Lord. But this one here, I have to stop, and then you pay those exorbitant prices for jet. Now, I uh, am bearing the lead. He already has a jet, but he has to stop and refuel. And that's bad monetarily, bad for the environment. He wants a jet that can go nonstop. To where he needs to go so that he can spread the good word. Doesn't he so know- he can have his own fuel farm, which is a blessing of the Lord. And frankly, mm-hmm. I got nothing against these guys. Because you can do whatever you want to do with your money. And if you want to give your money to this guy so he can have a jet, Godspeed. Whatever. I think all, they should have to pay you, taxes, though. All, I, I agree. agree. All you can do is ask, right? All people can say is no. Mm-hmm. But if you don't ask... You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Doesn't he know mm-hmm. that... J.R. Smith. 
that the Lord will provide? <laughs> huh? Does he know that the Lord will p- provide? Well, it That's has. That's not how the Lord works. It has. He already has a jet. He just needs a new one that can go a further distance. Deal all over the world. This was paid cash. This was paid cash. This was paid cash. And the new one's going to be paid cash also. Ooh, I don't own the plane. This belongs to the ministry. If Jesus tarries and I'm like the grave, the next person that's going to take this ministry will use that. I really believe that if Jesus was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. Oh, Lord. Think about that for a minute. He'd be in an airplane preaching the gospel all over no, the world. Good for him. Jesus would be straight to hell. He wouldn't be on a donkey. He'd be riding a jet. Jesus, he water. You think Jesus would be riding a donkey? Jesus would be on a skateboard. Try finding a donkey. I like the idea of skateboard Jesus. A longboard, you know? Yeah. This guy's taking that Jesus is my co-pilot really, <laughs> really, literally. Not going to break. Mastodon tickets for you coming back. They're going to be here in the fall with Dinosaur Jr. So we'll hook you up coming back. 35192 if you want to send me a text here. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend of Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Catch me outside, how about that? That cash me outside girl probably makes more money than you. I'll need your little petty ass money. Here you go. And now more crap you don't want to hear. Y'all don't know. It's the Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Listen, if you're going to snort wood shavings as cocaine, there's no better song to do it to than uh, Curl the Burl by Mastodon. Just <laughs> FYI, as you go into the weekend, something to think about. Why don't you just use sawdust, not wood shavings? Bill, if I have to explain to you why wood shavings are better than sawdust for fake cocaine, <laughs> I, I don't know who you are anymore. It also depends on what kind of wood you're using. Because that is true. You definitely a lighter wood, so it that's, looks white. That's maybe right. like a birch, a yeah, balsa, pine. perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want a spiny oak or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. A tribe in Minneapolis tonight. They beat the Twins first to four last night. Nine to eight was the final. Eight ten is the first pitch tonight. Uh, here on one hundred point seven WMMS, your FM home for Cleveland Indians baseball. The Eagle. The Eagle. One hundred. And as it is June, your uh, keyword for CLE Clothing Company has become summer. So that gets you 20% off whatever you buy when you give them the word summer. If you're in store, um, as the word summer represents this program, uh, please uh, give them the word with a modicum of respect. 
Don't yeah. yell it at him. Don't throw all your clothes on the counter and yell summer at him. Don't summer! Don't put a digit in their face. Bam! Summer! That's right. I'm glad you said in their face. And if you want to uh, shop online, don't put a digit anywhere, frankly. <laughs> Good point. Uh, but if you want to shop online, cleclothingco.com through the month of June, use summer and uh, 20% off. In addition to whatever red and navy baseball gear you might want, they've got the MMS 50th. Uh, anniversary retro tees. They got the World Series of Rock uh, retro tees there as well. I picked one of those up the other day. Yep. Suitable for casual or formal wear, <laughs> I might add. In Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Anything's formal here. Well, that's where we live. Yep. Mm-hmm. Comfy? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I know. Oh, boy. I did find, however, I showed you the picture. I found a chair yeah. that has a footrest and it leans all the way back like you could fully lay down if you needed to. It seems a little less cumbersome than a, a couch in here. Like for somebody who wants a recliner in their office. Well, it's for mm-hmm. midday office naps. Of course. Like what employer allows people to take a nap during the day? I have more and more. more. Think. Here's yeah. the thing. If the company buys that chair for you, I want one too. I want one for my office. I probably am just going to buy it myself. I, I'm just trying to. Do you think they'll give problem. us a discount if we go if we get two? I don't know. It's from like Walmart. Do they offer discounts? Bulk yes. discounts there? Maybe. I, I, and I, does two chairs count as bulk? But mm-hmm. then are you gonna are you gonna lay all the way back on it? Just in the office. Oh. Because then, yeah. then just be, in the office, then yeah. be everyone laying in this yeah. room. <laughs> Not in this room, but in the office, you know. Yeah. Just take a take quick a little. Siesta. Yeah. It's a quick little one. A disco nap. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. I don't know. We'll see. Do a Costanza just under the desk. Got I've, I've thought about there. it before. I, I really. There's been days when I've been very, very tired, and I thought about getting under the desk and. I'm just like, now nah, I'll tough it out. Yeah, but we're on the air when naps would normally happen. Exactly. I, I've done that, though. Like, when I used to do Rover show, like, I would just phone screen for him when they would be, like, out of town or something, and I would still have to do this show. I, would, I wouldn't. I'd walk would I go in the home? side studio and Pound Cake would be sleeping. <laughs> oh, there were days when I was doing all three shows. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I was still doing the morning show in Detroit. I was doing this show, and I was doing those national fill-ins. So I'd be on from 6 to 10 in the morning. I'd do this from 3 to 7, and then I would do the national show. We'd have to leave here early. I'd run down the hall, and I would do 6 to 9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, filling in for Megan McCain. And I would sit in my production yeah. studio in that chair, and I would nice, just like sit the there. Huh? Six to nine. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would sit there. For, I'd set my alarm for like 11 minutes, and I'd just sit there and like close my... Oh my God, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I accidentally it's walked no in to... one time when you were napping. It wasn't a nap. Ooh, it was like years ago. Maybe. I walked in, and you were like... You yeah, the like, lights are off. Yeah, and you opened one eye, and you were like, yes. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I didn't think anyone was in here. Well, because the lights are down, so I'm just sitting there in that chair. <laughs> I've never been more terrified, because I didn't know anyone was even in there. Yeah. So when you said yes, I was like, oh, okay, hello. She came in to steal my mouse, and there I was. Well, you know, sometimes my that side computer would crap out, and i just go borrow mm-hmm. your studio really quick. I'd go, yeah! <laughs> she ran out. I, but Erica used to like try to be all 
she would just be passive aggressive. She's like, because I'd be in here sleeping b- before she would even come in in the morning. And so I'm there and I'm sitting in the chair laying up against the window. And she's just like, oh, I'm sure there's room in the performance studio. I'm like, yeah, but I don't Well, I wasn't it. trying to be passive aggressive. I was trying to, <laughs> to be work helpful. in yeah. the room. I, right. but, I, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to be about that. I won't stop you. Like, And I wasn't. I was really quiet. True, but you were like hanging over all the chairs in there. Yeah, who takes a loud nap? What do you mean you were really quiet? It's not like I snore or anything, and I wasn't being a distraction. It, like normally when I when she comes in there, she's recording something. I don't say anything. Would it, you so, know if you snored? I think I would. How you'd be asleep snoring? Yeah, Erica's doing all her lake takes, and you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and I just thought it would make more sense. <laughs> He should go somewhere qu- quiet because I would be. I was going to start recording stuff, but I feel like what, like a library. Be quiet! This is a library. <laughs> I feel like in here it was like more private. If I sleep somewhere else, I think it would kind of look like unprofessional. Why didn't you go out to your car? Because that's weird. It's weird. Oh, it's not weird to take a nap in a studio. But like, why we, don't you go to your car? But d- during the hours we were man, we're, that's the most comfortable place to take a nap. Recline that seat. I don't want people looking in on me. Like so people you're who are in the gla- back. You're in a glassed-in room. Not so much though. Like n- no, no, literally, you have glass on two, three <laughs> you, of the. You basically are in a car. But I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. At the time, it was going to be Jesse in here. He you're knows in a what fish it is. Bowl. But, like that's. But you, it, it, Maria would Jesse know what it is. Jesse knows what it is. She knows what it is. Like, oh, just Cody napping again. Anyone <laughs> seeing you sleeping in the car also knows what it is. No, because not everybody who works in this building works for the station. Yeah, but but somebody, somebody, somebody hovering over me. Who is hovering around? Exactly. You think somebody's going to stand outside your driver's window and glare at you as you're. If People you're taking are that, weird, man. I'm sorry. People you, are weird. No, you, you are. are weird. You think everyone's looking at you at every minute I'm not of the day. I'm going to take the chance. What chance that someone walks by your car and goes, oh, I got a second and a half in his driver's seat? And then they continue their <laughs> yeah. day. And then what? So they see, they spot you sleeping. You're asleep. And if it's somebody who works on another floor of this building, they're not even going to know who you are. But they're, they'll just look at me like, I don't know if they're going to, like, wank or something. I don't know what they're going to do. You're telling me you don't know if someone's going to wank or not? If you're taking a nap in your driver's seat, you're telling me, I don't know that someone's not going to wank one out outside my driver's Watching seat? You sleep? Ooh. What? That's your fear. That's your fear. That's not your fear. Perfectly he's trying. Rational. He's doing I'm a not, bit. I'm not doing a bit. Yeah, like, of course you are. You don't honestly think that someone would walk past your car, see you scary. sleeping in your driver's seat, and then come back and go, I got to rub one out <laughs> in the in, parking lot. In public in the middle of the day. Where I work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My place of business. I got to take care of it. You're then. handsome, Pound Cake. You ain't that handsome. That's scary. I just wouldn't. I don't want someone looking in on me sleeping. It's amazing the things that scare you and the things that don't. But people have lives to lead, dude. You don't mind some drunk dude coming up to your room after flat out pride (laughs) eating chicken wings. That doesn't scare you (laughs) at all. I knew him. Having a lunchtime nap in your car terrifies you. Pooping at work terrifies you. All this other stuff that doesn't scare you (laughs) at all. Giving your address to a stranger and having them come over, not scary at all. Not scary at all. What could happen there? You want to talk about the probability of a wank? <laughs> Somebody coming over here. Yeah. Listen, all I'm saying is if you were concerned about the professionalism aspect, you would be in your car. And if you know somebody... what you do? Because they're pretty much, uh, they have those little, you know, they have the little poles now in most cars where if a kid gets locked in the trunk, the kid can get out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know if his car has that. Take a nap in your trunk. 
That way nobody sees you. And if it doesn't have one of those poles, you'll die in there. Win-win. Win-win. <laughs> yeah. That's deep. Somebody will go, what's that smell? <laughs> eh, it's probably pound cake. Took a nap in his trunk. How the hell did he do that? I told him to. That's even more. It's weird, like he's though. a vampire. He's just <laughs> sleeping in the trunk. He's got a sign in the window that says "Do not break glass." Pound cake sleeping yeah. inside. No radio. Thank you. Imagine people in the parking lot when you pop that trunk open and you get out from a nap. That would be amazing. And he just like <laughs> that would be amazing. <sighs> Slept like the dead in there. Except mm-hmm. no one would even see him. No, because nobody not like gives a crap. Nobody pays attention People in their parking lot. People are walking in and out. They don't. They're not stopping to look at each car. Is there a person inside? What's happening here? Somebody napping? Whereas somebody might care if they saw you napping in a studio. Me. Because <laughs> you got work to do. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's his response when he's yeah. when he's shut down. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't even have anything else to say. Like okay, All but right. I I figured at the time it would be better to sleep in the studio than sleep in my car. I don't. Why know. did you think that? Because it really does freak me out the fact that like so I'm the just higher so ups exposed. are walking around the building. We've had some corporate people visiting the building. They open they the studio to, to say hello, but yeah, but they don't they don't give notice to each individual studio they're coming to. They pop into the studio to say hi, and, there's also, and you're sleeping. But they would say, there's also clients <laughs> coming through all the time as well, like clients. especially to that studio right behind him, for where, sure, where Rachel recording lives. Yes. stuff, yeah. Yep. And they would say, "Wow, what a hardworking guy! He's pulling double duty today." No, they, the how would they morning. know any of that? All they would have information-wise is what's in front of them, which yeah. is there is a sleeping employee in the next room. That's all they would know about you is that someone is sleeping here. How would they know that you're pulling a double duty? What a hard-working guy, <laughs> this one. He's probably tired, you know? He's had a long day. No, they're not going to know. They go, what a lazy, feckless POS that is. Yeah. I give it the feckless. <laughs> Sorry. Word of the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you're playing along at home, that's uh, five drinks now, I think. That's right. Thank you, Sam B. Ellen, my mom woke herself up snoring and then yelled at us for making all that noise. <laughs> How do we really do that? My husband farts himself awake all the time, but Sweet. that's it. He goes, he like farts and he's like, ah. I'm like, you do realize a second ago you were sleeping and a loud fart woke you and it was mm-hmm. your own. Yeah. That happens. It's the best of us. How loud does it have to be to wake you? Sometimes it's not the sound, sometimes it's the vibration. It's the motion of the ocean. (laughs) You're like, ah, there's a train going by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, what are you going to do? Thought you had more. No. It's fine. Yeah, sleep in your car. Well, now he knows where to nap. Well, I don't have that problem anymore. But But you will fill in again in the future. Possibly. Yeah. And, And... I'll just suck it up. I'll just go get lunch or something, and I'll get, get lunch or something. Why is getting lunch the alternative to a nap? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I feel more energized. I'm so tired. I'm gonna go eat. Mm, it's just it's food or sleep. That's yeah. all he does. You no, know, food energizes you. He's like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food and sleep, poop, and poop cry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's none of it at work. I used to do that at lunch. Somebody said one time I was 15 minutes late coming back in because I dozed for 30 minutes. You gotta set an alarm. It's really that's it, right. The most dangerous game is when you hit. I already have. I have two alarms. I wake up at there's a six thirty alarm and a six fifty alarm. And when I hit the six fifty, I know like you no more snoozing. You need to get up like bright eyes, like get out of bed. 
when I like if I close yeah, turn my, around if I close my eyes <laughs> if I close my eyes after six fifty I'm gonna be late like I just know because like you say oh I'm just gonna rest my eyes no you fall back asleep immediately hmm now well, that's why those snooze buttons are nine minutes why nine minutes. I don't know. Somebody along the line was like, uh, oh, nine minutes is a perfect uh, biometric amount of time mm-hmm. for you to get. That's why I could never get into speed naps. I mean, the couple of times I try to do it, notwithstanding here, but, you know, they're like, oh, if you take like a 15 minute, just close your eyes for 12 minutes, just you wake up feeling refreshed. I'm like, who came up with that? That's patently false. I cannot. Can you sleep standing up? I, I have a hard time sleeping on speed. No, there was there was my friend's <laughs> my friend's dad. I thought it was the weirdest thing. Uh, he leaned up against the wall. Like we we were just talking to him one time. He was ca- coming home from work. We were just chilling over his house, and he wanted to be, I guess, in conversation with us. And he was just standing there like he was paying attention. He was leaning up against the wall, and he was asleep. I said, yeah, when I was doing both shows every day, I could sleep anywhere. If I sat down up- for more than five minutes, I would be asleep. Oh wow! I'd fall asleep when I was in the Philippines because we'd get up at like. Six in the morning, and then we'd work all day, and we'd walk a lot, and we'd, we'd be riding on the jeepneys, and it's like this—it's basically like a bench on the back of a truck, and you're just sitting there, and because like it's so warm, and like it becomes rhythmic, yeah, you just like you're holding on to the, the bar, rumbling. and you just go, huh, and you start nodding off because you're so damn tired. So was every day in the Philippines getting up and going out and proselytizing the people, knocking on doors, trying to get them Except to hear a good word? or six days of the week, and then we had one day that was our prep day where we got to like do laundry and play basketball and stuff So you like didn't that. get like a vacation day? No. You didn't get a day off? I mean, that was kind of the prep day. But you were still doing other stuff? Yeah, because you had to get ready for the rest of the week. So the other six days, it's get up. It's work. Shirt and tie, mm-hmm. knocking on doors. Yep. Wow. Until that you start sucks. breaking the rules, and then it becomes very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which invariably is going to be the case. Now, were yeah. you still showing up to all the things, even when you were breaking the rules? Yeah. I mean, I still had to put on a good face, so yeah. I would just lie about what I had been doing mm. and uh, show up. And, you know, if, if if you knew what I was doing, it was very obvious, because, like, my hair was getting longer my shirts weren't as white as they should be. Like, <laughs> the, like things were just. Uh, there, there was obvious. My shirts signs. weren't as white. Yeah, we couldn't afford Tide with bleach anymore. Well, <laughs> that's when it all started to fall apart. <laughs> there wasn't as much uh, innocence on me. Sure. <laughs> hey, Steven. Yeah. What's going on? Not much. Uh, you guys were talking about sleep earlier, and I heard you talk about like you used to be able to sleep wherever. Yeah. And uh, there, there was one point in time where I was working like 18-hour shifts six days a week. And uh, we had one weekend where we didn't work the entire weekend. So I just slept the entire weekend. And because I missed so many calls from, like, family members and friends and everything, they literally called the cops. The cops showed up to my apartment, and I woke up to three cops, like, tapping me on my face. Like, dude, are you still alive? Like, <laughs> it was, like, freaking me out. I, I woke up and I looked up and there's just three cops standing around my bed. I'm like, what are you guys doing here? They're like, well, nobody's heard from you in two days. <laughs> They're just trying to make sure that you're okay. It's like, I'm, a, I'm asleep. Like, they don't understand this. See, I, don't... I think what Poundcake would have to worry about is he would wake up from his nap. He would, like, startle himself awake and then he'd hit the horn. And then everybody <laughs> would know that he was out there <laughs> having naps in the parking lot. Hey, Mike. What's up, Alan? Hey, oh, thank you. Um, and in the strive to 
devotion to accuracy. Yep. Uh, I do believe that the nine-minute snooze was developed when, um, you know, technology was, was in its infancy, and it was cheaper to keep it to a single digit than the double digits when it came to programming the clock. Oh, yeah? So it, it that's nine. where the nine minutes was developed from. Nine? Nine minutes, as close nine. to ten as you can get without... Um, I mean, if you added an additional 10, I do believe you'd get to 19. But um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Nine plus 10. I understand. Yes. What you mean. Which right. would be what number? All right. Thank you. Right, Setting you up. Okay. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. He had me going there for a little while. I believed him. He was probably half telling the truth. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Up. Yeah. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, this is the 50th anniversary of WMMS. Buzzard Radio. An iHeartRadio station. Ask Alexa to play WMMS on iHeartRadio. Now, back to the Alan Cox Show. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven. You want to join us? Or 800-348-1007. We'll get to the Bill Squire Friday get down around six o'clock. Oh what's yeah! Oh, no, what do you mean? What's Friday? It's Friday. You'll see. It's, we'll a, it's, you'll a, it's a throwback to a classic MMS. Yeah, bit. classic Murray Saul. Mm-hmm. Right, do the Friday get down because we're celebrating the fiftieth anniversary of WMMS, and so there's this amazing. 50 years page WMMS.com that we're constantly adding things to. Uh, people who, you know, predate this show, obviously, but people who were uh, massively important in the success of this radio station. One of them, of course, was the late Murray Saul, and he would do that Friday get down. You weren't here when we played that whole get down, I guess. Uh-uh. It's like nine minutes long, yeah. and it is This guy ridiculous. would just free form on Friday, and so, you know, Bill said, well, there needs to be a, do it. a much shorter, albeit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. a, uh, you know, a, updated version, a yes. version that can exist in 2018. I like it. If you're listening to the show on iHeartRadio, uh, let me know where you listen. If you do it out of state, we'll put you a pin on the map. We have hundreds and hundreds of bureau chiefs around the country, around the world. Uh, Joe listens in San Jose, California. Holly and Paul are listeners in Phoenix. Uh, Tyler listens in Bloomingdale, New Jersey. Michael is in Sunapee, New Hampshire. Soon I got a pee in New Hampshire. I guess so. And Johnny is still in San Juan, Puerto Rico. I saw a graph that was real a real bummer on Twitter, and it was whoever posted it said, it's a bummer, but it's no surprise at the difference between cable news coverage of the fact the death toll in Puerto Rico is way higher than they initially it's like said 4, it was. 4,700 people yeah. and counting. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. I, I, I saw some They of... initially said 64 people, which obviously is ludicrous that there mm-hmm. would be that few people dying after the uh, aftermath of a hurricane. But Well, and people are dying. There, yeah. These but, but, are preventable deaths because mm-hmm. people are dying due to a lack of power to supply their medical aid. Yeah, but this graph basically broke down the amount of time that's being devoted to that, which is negligible, versus the amount of time on cable news, right and left, by the mm-hmm. way, uh, on the Roseanne tweet thing and all that. Yeah. You know, so that the uh, Puerto Rico stuff it's is upsetting. still um, not really being covered. Well, it's just not as sexy. It's not going to get viewers the same way. It's not as sexy. No. Nope. If you did around the clock, if any of these cable news channels did around the clock news news, people would be like, eh. You know, mm-hmm. who wants to be bummed out by that all the time? Nobody. That's why nobody watches. That's why, because that's what cable news used to be. 
And then they were like, oh, we got to make money. So we got to make sure people are paying attention. I know so they just turned like, into like talking head shows all the time, right? And I know that's what get people's uh, people's dander up. But that to me is just—I get just as bummed out by watching that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I, I know watch we, any of it. I know we talk about the Roseanne tweets and all that because it's it's what people are talking about. But you know that that stuff in the Samantha B, the C word, and all that—it's all. It all bums me out. <laughs> I know. You know, the whole thing. I learned about the dire situation um, that was going on in Puerto Rico from one of the real housewives of New York because she's been, like, chartering planes. Nay, nay, leaks? No, Bethany Frankel. She's oh. been... Bethany? Didn't she have a TV Bethany, show? Bethany, yes. Yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. She's been chartering planes, and she's been on the, you know, boots on the ground in Puerto Rico handing out cash cards to people. Um, and she's And I just watched the episode. Um, That's very nice. She's doing amazing work over there, but I only know of the, how dire the situation is there because I follow her on Twitter and she's been tweeting like all these. She's like, you guys don't understand. The news is not covering this, but it is horrible here. So these reality shows can do good things. They can. And they are. Why don't why are, a ton of money. Why are, skinny margaritas, which are very <laughs> delicious and low in calories. That's right. <laughs> why aren't we hearing more about what Bethany is doing? I'm, I'm sure it's it's definitely made the press, but I think for the probably the same reason Puerto Rico, the whole disaster itself is not being covered. Well, huh. like all the natural disasters, like we talked about Houston for a week, then it was Florida, yeah. then it was Puerto Rico. Like so, it everything takes a cycle, and then we think about something else. I it's think terrible, it's just, but that's true. I think in some of those other situations, though. Um, power was restored relatively quickly, even though there was a lot of devastation. What's happening in Puerto Rico is their entire infrastructure is effed. So, I mean, people are continuing to die because there's no power still. Bethany was one of the first to provide relief efforts to Puerto Rico on a massive scale with her organization... Be strong. BeStrongDisasterRelief.org. And if you want to donate to Puerto Rico, go right to her website, Be Strong, because she is literally chartering planes and taking supplies and cash over directly to these people. Well, Donald Trump threw some paper towels I was going to say, is she throwing overhand paper towels at people and then so. announcing job well done, mission accomplished? Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. <laughs> Even Puerto. talking it gets him winded. He's so out of shape. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't know that. Who yeah. knew? She's literally getting like rich people to like donate planes, and she, they've got a warehouse f- filled with supplies, and they've got boots on the ground. People going there and hand-delivering things. And a lot of times the Red Cross hasn't even been there yet um, because at first people weren't didn't want to go over there because there was no power to the whole place. been there more than a half dozen times. On the ground talking to folks, were you surprised at all to learn yesterday that the death toll is reportedly perhaps 70 times as high as the official government toll? I wasn't. I was there recently, and the power went out when I was there two weeks ago or a couple of weeks ago. And when I first started going, I was there before uh, the, the president was there. I was like a week and a half in. And when I was there in the beginning, the News was saying it was 17 deaths, but I was going into small villages and people's homes and seeing old people without insulin, their respirators weren't working, their dialysis machines weren't working, and in all of the 54 planes that we sent, we were sending sick patients home. So if you're just... There's no way if she was walking a couple of blocks and seeing people who look steps from death, there's no way the entire island would only rack up 64 deaths. Exactly. Yeah, that seems like a feckless count. By the way, this might be, getting the word out on this, um, and I don't watch that show, so I wouldn't have known, 
Um, but this is a, a, a an appearance she made on MSNBC like a couple days ago. Yeah. Perhaps the way to get the president to take it more seriously is to let him know that another reality television star is getting one over. Ooh. Yeah, and she was on The Apprentice, no less. Was she? She was on Celebrity Apprentice. You got to play on his playing field. Go, hey, look. Original. You're a reality TV star. Mm-hmm. She's a reality TV star, but she's doing more than you are. Yeah. I mean, same which with, isn't hard. Same with Kim Kardashian. These people are using their reality TV star platforms for good, and I think that is good. I What's mean, she doing? She, uh, she went reforming to the, the prison system. Oh, correct? well, that was a photo op for him. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't well, care about reforming prisons. She's trying to free prisons. one, but she's trying to get a pardon for one He's, specific he person. He pardons mm-hmm. all these deplorable people. I mean, if some good comes out of it, then. Whatever. New York Post got slammed. I was really surprised when I saw that New York Post cover. So was I. There was a, even for the New York Post, which gets really punny and they really take their shots because it's pretty tabloidy and they hate Trump in New York. Is that even when I saw that cover, I was like, man, that's sexist. That well, that but it was also like it just even for them seemed over the line. Just it was a singer. Fo- it was a photo of. Uh, Kim uh, Kardashian in the Oval Office with Trump. He was sitting down. She stand up, and the cover said, um, "Kim Thong Un, mm-hmm. right? Trump, yeah. meets Trump, Trump meets Rump, the other big ass summit. Kim Thong Un, <laughs> which I didn't even like really chuckle at because there was a part of that where I was like, well, she is there trying to do something. Anything this woman does, she's obviously going to open herself up for some kind of ridicule, but she's trying to do something, I guess. He just wants as a photo op. He couldn't give a rat's ass about yeah. prison reform. But, you know, I was really surprised that they went that direction with I don't that. think we should fault any celebrity that's trying to use their their notoriety or their platform to get something positive accomplished. And by the way, don't blame the Red Cross. I mean, they're only on tour so much. They're from Hawthorne, California. I've been a fan a long time, but, you know, it's not their fault. Don't put this at their feet, all right? I don't, I, the, what? The band Red Cross? Is that what she's talking about? Not right? at least. Oh, yeah. I, I misunderstood. The other big-ass summit is funny. Sure. I, I, that's, I mean, I get the joke, but it's <laughs> yeah, like... Get, yeah, of course he did. I just didn't think... <laughs> I just didn't... I didn't think they would be that bold. I don't know. Well, it's the New York Post. They... They do stuff like that. Right, but that was an instance where they weren't making fun of him, which they normally They're are. making fun of her. Making fun of her. Who's trying to do something good. Yeah. It's not stopping her from doing anything good. Hell no. She still went and, yeah. you know, she advocated for the person. But she was, she's trying to free a woman. And her ass is having, or her brand is having a big ass. She's, she is trying to it free. Is her brand. She's trying to free a woman mm-hmm. who, um, for her first offense, nonviolent drug charge, got a, a life sentence. She's a grandma now. Like her boyfriend was Great in a, grandmother a, now. A, a gang or something. Yeah, she, she got facilitated communications in a right. drug deal. Yeah. And, the, and she's trying to free this woman from a life sentence. Who This woman has become like a minister while she's been in prison and she's... She's completely reformed, you know, so she's trying to get and that's what a lot of people want is uh, nonviolent drug offenders to not be taking up space in prison. Yeah. Yeah. But the well, people he wanted, that he has in place want people like that in there because they're for profit prisons and they want to make money off of it. You got to keep the beds full. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Sessions likes people in jail because he makes money off of it. Yeah. Uh, hey, Malcolm. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? What can I do for you, Malcolm? Oh, man. Just call it in to uh, say um, I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm glad Erica is back. Um, And I just wanted to talk about uh, Roseanne and how crazy she is. I mean, 
come on, this lady is saying that somebody looks like a monkey when we should be looking at what she looks like, you know? Well, I, I think the whole point is maybe not <laughs> focusing on what people look like and focus instead on what they're saying and doing. And what's in their hearts. Well, I don't know what's in anybody's heart. I can only go by how people blood, act Alan. and what they blood. say. Huh? Blood is in their heart. Okay, blood. Fine. I know blood is in her heart, Malcolm. Groove is yeah. in the heart. Groove is in the heart. <laughs> That's right. My suppadish, my succotash wish. Oh, man. You guys are awesome. Uh, I'm... I'm so stoked I finally got through. Well, what's your so, what, 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 what what's your follow up to that, Malcolm? Where where what are your further thoughts on the Roseanne situation? That she looks like uh, you ever. So uh, you're solely focused on what she looks like. <laughs> All right, I, 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 I am. See, let's talk about how this lady is so freaking ugly that she looks like the. Uh, the thing in Ice Age with the spread apart eyes. I can't think. Of I gotta it. tell you, when I was watching. When I was watching this season of Roseanne, uh -huh. she's thinner than she was. They did her hair, obviously, because she's fully gray, but they kind of gave her like a little ombre or something. Mm. They put some makeup on her. And I was like, Roseanne can be very pretty. Mm. I, didn't, I wasn't turned off by how she looked at all. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, what do you think of that? <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. I think that Then again, I rubbed one out to the Octomom, so what do you want? <laughs> Yeah. I'm a man oh, of varied taste. And he thinks Lady Gaga's hot, so... Lady Gaga is hot. All right? Mm. Questionable. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She makes my little monster dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Thank you, Malcolm. I appreciate the call. You're trying to tell me that Lady Gaga is not hot. B-b-b-butterface, b-b-butterface. You leave that right. queen alone. Right. Well, you're biased, Poundcake. I'm talking from a yeah. hetero man standpoint. He's That's, gay, Alan. He's, he's not bi. He has mm -hmm. to co-sign with Lady Gaga, but that, just in in theory. Yeah. That woman could do I don't have to. Eyes. Well, I'm not saying she's that. She's a but... great performer. I still think she's hot. Lady Gaga. Hmm. What? I can't have nah. two... Lady Gaga. <laughs> Go ahead, say what you were going to say. I can have two thoughts. I can think that she's very talented, but not think that she's attractive. Stop Erica from having two thoughts, Pound Cake. And that's the only two thoughts I have. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Yes, sir. What's happening, Alan? How are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Solid. Sweet. That's what's happening. Anyways, hate the show. Just kidding. Love the show. want to say you guys absolutely killed it at the Alan Cox Comedy Show Tour. That was awesome. First comedy show I ever went to. Ever oh, yeah. Thanks for Which one did you go to, Kevin? Uh, the Cleveland one. I okay. was probably horribly drunk when I stumbled into the corner alley and I said what's up to all you guys. Oh, okay. Well, thanks so, for coming out. The I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't sloppy and weird. But either way, I was, I was just I was hyped to see you guys. I love listening to you guys every day after work. And okay. Like that, so. Thanks. No problem. Thank you. But, yeah, I just I want to say something to Erica. Also happy she's back. Um, I, I'm totally with you on the whole don't slight a celebrity for using their platform to try and better society. Totally for that. However, I do have a bone to pick with Kim Kardashian. Really don't care for her. But why? That's, yeah. that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But the main reason, like my most recent thing, is because I'm not sure if you're aware but her and Kanye West were actually supposed to take over a charity called Donda's House. Oh, the one, the one in Chicago. Mom. Yeah, that. Uh, what's the rapper that they're that they're pissed at because he was, or the producer? Producer. Yeah, Rhyme Fest. 
They're yeah. mad at him saying that he's throwing all this shade and whatnot and stuff like that, and he's not really doing his part. However, the whole thing was it, – it's it's kind of a, a two-party deal. Like, Rhymefest wanted to help because he's obviously based in Chicago, and he still continues to support the community and do his thing and, and help them out as much as possible. But there was there was no help from the Kardashian side of things. I think, to be honest, I, I read about that situation. I think we don't know the full story. And I also think when you're getting into partnering up for charities, people get weird, man, when it comes to charities. They don't, uh, especially when you're teaming up with a friend um, on doing something. People have different ideas of how to help people, um, how to, a charity should be run. There's always drama within charitable organizations. So I I don't know the full scoop, but if, you know... She, yeah, she may. They may be wrong on that front, but I do think her advocating for a nonviolent drug offender um, to get out of prison and not serve a full life sentence and not use taxpayer money is a smart is a smart move. George oh, Bush it, it absolutely is. I completely, <laughs> absolutely, and I, I do I do agree with you completely. But I mean, I don't know. I guess her particularly. Do you find it odd because? There's been so many previous events where she's coming to the light at almost too good of a time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it seems just kind of like in her case, and this is strictly just for her case, and this is obviously opinion-based. Don't you feel with her it's ever so slightly just for self-gratitude? In a way, I'm sure there's a lot of celebrities that that gets that get all kinds of gratification from you know the do-gooder stuff. You know, I don't mind if people get self gratification from t- trying to do things for yeah. other people. I mean, if it works out for all parties involved, then great. She, because I look at it this way: she could be somebody just sitting at home on her ass collecting money and taking pictures of herself, which she does plenty of that. That's fine. I mean, you got to dance with a girl that brung you, and that's how she got there. Yeah, but. No, but anybody trying to kind of stretch their wings, man, because they're like, look, I got a hundred million people who pay attention to what I do. Yeah. Let's try to do some good with it. I don't have a problem with that at all. You can take all the selfies you you want if every so often you're out there trying to do something nice. Yeah. And for the record, more than I'm doing. Her fan base does not expect her to do anything political or charitable. She could still no, be printing money. Not. She could still be, like Alan said, taking the butt selfies and whatever, and and never do anything charitable or political, advocating for anybody. And and her fan base would not falter for it. But the fact that she is doing it shows that she at least cares about some things in the world. And there's probably members of her fan. You know, every every celebrity's own fan base will turn against them over something. You know, I'm yeah, sure there right. are people who like Kim but can't stand Kanye. So when he was mm-hmm. in that whole yeah. slavery thing, they I'm were probably them. turning on her and. I'm fine with her, but I cannot stand Kanye West. You guys know they're going to be on the Family right. Feud? I yeah, saw I that. Saw yeah, yes, I do. Yeah. All right. Thank you, uh, Kevin. Also, Appreciate the uh, call. Thank you. Some of us consider what she does with her butt to be Charitable? charity in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. She had a fat ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you still find the full Kim Kardashian sex tape? I think I looked for it the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. I couldn't find yeah, it. I mean, what? Uh, yeah, you can. Great ass! I would assume so. You can find it. She looks so different in there. It's so weird. So does Ray J. Um, all, <laughs> hey, Eric, hello. Hey, Alan. What's going on? Uh, so I'm listening to the, this rants about Roseanne. If you really think about it, she didn't say anything really racist. Uh, I mean, it's not like she made a blatant racial slur. I mean, if, if, it was, if she said the same thing about a white person, would it, it still have the same effect? Yeah, but Eric, you don't have to use the N-word to say something racist. 
Right. No, I and I completely understand. So what she said was pretty racist. If she said it about a white person, it wouldn't be racist because it wouldn't make sense. Calling a white person a monkey doesn't have roots in slavery. I understand that, but... It, then why are you so confused by this? What's the part you don't understand? Yeah. He's saying that she really does look like a monkey. I don't know what her state of mind was. Granted, she, she is loony. I'll, I'll give you guys that. She's loony, but you everybody is persecuting her for something we that don't even said. know. How do you feel about football players kneeling before a game? You know what? I don't like it, but if they're right... Okay. Because I've just noticed there's a lot of people who seem to be far more forgiving. You know, we don't know what Roseanne's state of mind was and blah, blah, blah. Those are the very same people who want football players strung up for silently protesting something that's not at all racist. Well, and like I said, I don't agree with it, but it's their right. Just okay. like Roseanne is still getting paid for her contract because the ABC fired her and it was deemed... Uh, freedom of speech, and they let her go anyway. I wonder. Uh, well, it. it's not illegal for what she said. It's just a, it's just against the code of conduct that their employees. I wonder are. if they mm-hmm. get out of paying her because everybody's contract sure. has got like a morals clause. They so, can fight it, but they, they but they also knew what they were getting well, into with Roseanne. That was just a time bomb Roseanne, waiting to go off. You'd think they would at least have some kind of a publicity clause in, in her contract. Who knows what her con? I don't know if they're going to yeah. pay her or not. But if they if they had something in her contract that said, "Hey, you you our code of conduct says you can't make public statements that are uh, racially charged or or offensive." <laughs> A or, very specific yeah. clause in or Roseanne's contract. It's you the know? part of the apes clause. <laughs> if we deem that your social media presence or something you say in an interview is offensive, we can terminate your contract without paying you. There might be something in there that says that you'll get a full workup from Doctor Zayas, who is our in-house. Med- Medical counsel. Well, there's, and, uh, and Roseanne has a history of ridiculous tweets. Someone just sent us a tweet that she deleted a while ago that said, uh, anyone who thinks Hillary isn't a C-word is a pussy. And that was something that she tweeted uh, back in 2016. So she's used think, the C-word, right, too. Like and she a, I think yeah. she might have been a birther and all that mm-hmm. kind of nonsense. And forget so. the actual statement that she made. The follow-up after was her retweeting a bunch of racist stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I do know what her state of mind was now that I have the full explanation of her retweeting all this stuff. Listen, you can't, uh, whatever. Somebody's state of mind is something that is going to remain uh, unknowable. All you know is what they're saying and writing and doing. Yeah. You know? Nobody gets fired because your employers thought you thought something. You know, we know what you were thinking. That's why we're letting you go. If you were thinking, you wouldn't have thought that small. Think that. Show. On 100.7 WMMS. If you hit the contest tab at alancockshow.com up here on the right uh, hand side of the top, you can vote on which team you think will win. Only three teams this year, as Erica will be zipping around the golf cart. So we'll do Pound Cake's team next week, the Putt Pirates. Um, and you can vote on which team you think will win. And if we, uh, if you guess correctly and we pull you at random, you know, that whole thing, you can win the winning team's prizes. we got tickets and we got all kinds of goodies there for you. So alancockshow.com, a keyword contest, or just hit the contest tab, and you can get in on it. 
Uh, Cavs game two. They lost by 10 last night under under um, all kinds of unfortunate circumstances. LeBron playing against his own teammates. Uh, refs uh, making dubious calls. That's probably an understatement. Yeah. Game two is Sunday night. Tip time at 8 o'clock. You will hear it here on WMMS. Your FM hope for Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. Somebody emailed me and said that... Um, the ref last night making horrible calls in favor of the Warriors is a convicted felon. For real? I went to the Wikipedia page. Ken Maurer is the guy's name. In 2000, he was convicted of a felony. Three counts of tax evasion, one count of obstruction of justice for not reporting downgraded airline tickets as income. <laughs> Who among us would know this, by the way? I don't know. This is one of these things where it's like if you got pinched... You'd be like, I didn't know that that was... He failed to pay taxes on... Sounds like a piece of crap to me. Failed to pay taxes on 26 grand of additional income over a three-year period. He was one of two NBA referees who chose not to plea bargain the case, believing that he hadn't done anything wrong. He blamed it on his accountant, saying that they signed off on the tax returns, and he wasn't told of any issues. It seems pretty reasonable. It seems like uh, it could happen to someone. No, it sounds like he is a terrible person, and he should have never <laughs> been let out of jail in the first place. Because if he had been behind bars, then we wouldn't be down one game. He got This is confirmation bias in action. He got five What's months. What's that mean? <laughs> you basically take what you already believe and then yeah. find information to fit yes, that narrative. Exactly. Uh, 2001, he was sentenced to five months in jail, five months of home detention. So this is like 17 years so ago. So he did this jail time for it, huh? Mm-hmm. He should still be in jail. And three years of supervised release and 800 hours of community service. So there you go. I don't like him. They should never... If you're a felon, you shouldn't be a ref. That the NBA got it all wrong. Because who knows what kind of ties he has. He could have thrown that game on purpose just so he could make money. Because obviously, he's a dirtbag. Well, there you go. Just passing along. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'll get information for you. Mm, I don't like him. Your Thank logic you, doesn't seem flawed at all. Not at all. Thank you to Jason who sent me that information. He probably hurts babies. Just from what we know. He seems like that kind Guess of Guess who person. else does that? Who's that? You. I hurt. Your hands are made for hurting children. <laughs> My arms Your are made, arms for, hurting are made for hurting children. That's what I heard. <laughs> I was at the Alan Cox Show comedy tour, and I heard words mm-hmm. to that effect. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Why don't they have Pound Cake on Pride Radio? What's Pride Radio? We we just ran an iHeartRadio commercial for the Pride Radio channel. I, I was thinking the same thing. I don't know why they don't. You know, we have these meetings, and, you know, this iHeartRadio that we have, it's got all these channels. You'd think that they'd want to capitalize on the people who might best communicate a particular message Mm -hmm. and it could just be you know pound cake cutting in or other people in the company who are lgbtq or whatever you know cutting in hey pride radio thanks for listening here's some gaga yeah utilize what you got well they they probably probably have alice duran i would say they have higher ups you know that are higher than i do no i get that but they can't do everything 
Mm-hmm. And sure. those, and, you know, I, I don't know that they have and, anybody on there. And why not expose you to like the rest of the world to the little pound no. cake? Because I mean, yesterday when they they had that meeting, when it ended, they're like, "Hey, if you have any questions, just come on up and talk to us." But they were surrounded by, like, I couldn't go and talk to those guys. They're they're surrounded by salesmen. Like, there's one. Oh man, there's one dude from Canton. That's really, <laughs> really like hold my tongue because I how come because. Before the meeting started, he's just like standing there, watching everybody come in and trying to like, like point, like figure out who he wanted to talk to. This is a sales guy from our Canton station, yeah. a cluster rather. Yeah. Who come I, up I don't even meeting. know his name, but he just rubbed me the wrong way. He started off the just walking in. He's trying an, to get bumped up to Cleveland, probably making an orgy joke. Like, eh, is this the orgy? Where do I put my keys? Like, oh, I'm like, dude. That's why you can't <laughs> calm down. Here for the gangbang. Nobody wants to. Nobody. <laughs> nobody likes these meetings, and you're making it uncomfortable. And he, yeah, just stood there before the meeting started, just kind of like scoping out the room, throwing out little. Crappy one-liners and oh, and I was sitting next to one That's of our like salespeople. That's what a sales guy is, though. I know, but I was sitting you next know? to one of our salespeople. I'm like, who is that guy? I don't like him one the bit. The reason that I like that we have a really good sales staff, and this is, they are in the minority of all the salespeople I've worked at over the years. And I've worked with some good salespeople. The reason that we have a good sales staff is because they know they're salespeople. Mm-hmm. A lot of salespeople are like frustrated wannabe on-air talent. talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And it's like, well, if you wanted to be, you either should have tried or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And some were. Mm -hmm. And they get into sales. They like that better or whatever. I did sales for a minute. You know, I've done both. I've done everything. But uh, he's probably one of those guys. Yeah. That's kind of of the impression that I got from him. And he just was... And it, you didn't maybe, throw any. You didn't, didn't throw any good lines okay. his way, though. No, I didn't. I just didn't even. I just. I think I might have shot him a dirty look, like an dirty eye roll. Look. What's, like what's a, a dirty look from Bill look like? Just like a. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> what was that? An yeah. eye roll? Yeah, like, like he was having roll. a stroke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not much of a dirty look kind of guy. I know. That's I'm, why I'm I'm I asked very, you to demonstrate. Yeah, I gave the scowl. Like, so you're saying, what's your scowl? Oh. Mine would be like. So you're really? so you're saying that you don't give dirty looks willy nilly. No, I don't. You're very judicious <laughs> with your to dirty a point looks. Uh, where I don't know how to actually give a dirty look. Like my <laughs> dirty look is just like duck lips. <laughs> that looks like you. Uh, hi everybody. And he's looking at you thinking this yeah. guy is a problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sidle up next to that guy. He looks touched in the head. How'd that guy with the Aspergers get on the air and I can't? Yeah. But anyway, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. But I mean, you know, they hit up somebody like Pound Cake and go, "Hey, let's." They should utilize their assets. Especially since now our boy Jesse is in New York working precisely with those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Jesse's fault. No, no, I don't, I, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, we, you know, he, he's, it's, he has, he's not programming them, I'm just saying, you know. Right. Yeah, whatever. Well, we should definitely take advantage of our Jesse connection. Well, I, the thing is, I don't want to be that guy to hit up Jesse, because I, I really... If I want to hit him up... But like, it might help I, him, too. I, I know, but I want it to be for something that I really need slash want, and I know I can like bring it. I don't want to just hit him up for every little thing that, hey, okay, Jesse, I got this idea. And like, Well, don't I, come to him with an idea, but just be like, hey, if you ever need anything... Well, he already knows that, though. I feel like he, he knows that. You know, I'm Listen, ideas are never bad, either. We're all just throwing crap against the wall to see what sticks. True. So I just don't want someone to get tired of me and they're like, oh, here. Too here late. What is the most frequently played, not the most frequently, but one of the most frequently played sound bites on this show is too much pound cake. 
that the most. Too much pound cake. Miles still hits me up every once in a while for stuff. Yeah, you know? I, we do. Like, be like, hey, I need a I need a young girl saying Taco Bell. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Well, he does like the imaging shares, like where we'll write <laughs> liners for him and stuff. I I'm telling you, one time he asked me to do a read for Taco Bell, and it was like because I say Taco Bell. Instead of Taco Bell. Taco Bell, yeah. So I had to recut it like four times. He's like, mm, you're, you're almost there. Not quite. So I'm like, Taco Bell. It's not that hard. Mm. It's not Taco Bell. It's Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah. But not Taco even. Taco Bell. They want to emphasize the bell. So you're thinking Taco of Taco Bell. Bell's Canon, that song that they play in a lot of weddings. <laughs> yeah, but I guess just, it, but it wasn't like, it wasn't at the end of a sentence. It was like right in the middle. So it was very hard to like, I felt weird stopping to say Taco Bell. You say Taco Bell like uh, Trump says Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Much, you have to be. Puerto. Yeah. Taco Bell. He says it like he just got to the top of a bunch of flights of steps. He's <laughs> Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. Oh, I'm so Puerto Rico. <sighs> I'm out of breath just saying it like he said it. God bless the United States. <laughs> Anywho. No, you should hit him up. Go, hey, man, are you rooting for me on that Pride Radio? I, I, Except I, call it Pre-Day Radio like you don't know how it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard that. I was like, wow. I was like, how does one, you know, pitch for something like that? Because I thought about that. I'm like... Pitching or catching. What, what are the, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what are the jocks on there? Like, how did they get that gig? How did you intern for Pride Radio? Yeah, but the thing is, is I don't know if there is anyone is a on it. We don't know yeah. if there's like a, a jock on it. That's what or I mean. There, there's, thing, yeah. I think it would kind of fill a lot of those stations out if they had somebody... You know, I don't know, doing something there. Yeah. Especially for something as specialized as Pride Radio, because that's something, you know, there's all these kind of time-sensitive or seasonal channels that we have that are really cool. Mm -hmm. And it certainly couldn't hurt to have somebody saying, hey, how you doing in between. Have you done the Playlist Radio with your graduation year yet? Not yet. I would like to mess around with that and see what shows up for the hits of the year 2000. (laughs) In the year 2000. <laughs> That's when you graduated, was 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Fall of 2000. Fall? Don't ask. It's we, a long story. We've talked about this before. <laughs> I was not uh, a great student. One, what? One, one. one, one. <laughs> so yeah. you didn't walk with your class or anything? No, no. I he walked away from his class. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm my own man. I walked by myself. Oh, okay. Walked to the beat of my own the drum. The cheese stands alone, mm-hmm. and so does Bill Squire. Yeah, what year did you graduate, Erica? 2005? Yeah, from see, high school? Yeah. Oh, five? Like, see, all those have a nice ring to it. Like, there's nothing cool about 2011. We fixed it. We it told was 1-1. One, 1-1's one. One yeah, one good. 1-1? One, 1-1? One. One, one. We didn't even say 05? Nobody did that. My 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 brother was 08 and my cousin was 09. So they would, when it was their senior year, the first day they run, they run through 09, 08. I, just, I was like, <laughs> Well, tell them to get a life because that's weird. <laughs> well, it was all the seniors in their, in their school, though. Tell them all to get a life. Our, our, I remember our senior class slogan was um, true blue first ones through because it was the first we were the first class to go through all four years of the high school because uh-huh. it was it was it used to be you did your freshman and sophomore year there and then you go to another school for um, junior senior. I went to a farm school, so there was a lot of horse themed things. And so we had glue lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out? Mm-hmm. You tell me. It's like a pin dropped in here. (laughs) (laughs) Did not work out uh, at all. Did not work out. I'm sure Bill's classmates were happy about that. That's right. Damn. 
Man. I talked to one friend from high school, like one on a regular basis that I see. I really didn't have like a lot of friends in my senior class. Yeah, I I still still only have one really good friend who is from high school. And that's all I need. Yeah. That's all I need. Lives Mm -hmm. in LA. Go see him when I'm out there. That's all I need. He's in the entertainment business too? He is not. Oh. Nope. He's working in Chicago. I thought he was going to be there for life. Got got a job offer he could not refuse enough to, so that he could live comfortably they in L.A. If they had said to him like what, that, he probably would have stayed put. <laughs> and he's been out there for a few years now. I was going to say, I feel like you don't move to L.A. like to do like business. I feel like you go for like the arts. Like, well, no, well, a lot of people do, but most people who live in Los Angeles are not in the entertainment business. I feel like they're still going to have entertainment adjacent. There's still coffee employees. Well, you are entertainment adjacent, mm-hmm. but yeah, but there's still janitors and people running offices and things. I mean, for like Kanye's, you know, uh, no, like office. regular offices, yeah. like a, a, an insurance company or you know, so, who's somebody who's working at a car wash. But I feel or, like all those people are just waiting. It's a city for their that moment. has infrastructure, huh? I feel like all those the people who do that are, it's like a fallback plan. I feel like they want to be an actor or singer, but. They're like, well, I also have a degree that I'm not utilizing. So in the meantime, I'm going to make beats in my basement. Well, and, there are. And, yeah, there I are. have a friend that he he was a comedian and he moved out to L.A. with a biomechanical like engineering degree. So he right. got a great job and was able to go and do comedy at night because he had a really good job during the day. And he didn't have to like scrounge and, and like want for things. I just feel like right. it was the it's so much hassle because so many people. So every morning you're like, if you're not a movie star, if you're not, you know, trying to go to auditions and stuff like that, is it really worth the struggle to have a two hour commute every morning for the rest of your life? Well, it depends on how you far. Get paid well, it depends on how far from home you work. But I feel like most. If you work in the valley, you probably live in the valley. Okay, yeah, you would know better than me. I'm, I'm just thinking because the friends I have out there. They just tell me they're like it's brutal. Like you think Cleveland rush hour is bad. You think like Chicago rush hour is bad. They're like it's got nothing on L.A. She was like I left three hours before like my audition right. and I got there with fifteen minutes to spare. Yeah, but yeah, we've heard of L.A. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you know that same Atlanta. Same thing with Atlanta. But I don't understand how it could be that that crowded all the damn time. Like there's not because a, L.A. It's a big city. L, well, L.A. is a is a bunch of suburbs trying to be a city. So it's so spread out, and it's not like there's a hundred different freeways. There's about three or four big ones, and those are the ones everyone takes. Ugh. So you know, whatever. What a nightmare! I just want to go. Depends get- on where you're going. You know, I I rode my bike a lot when I lived out there. Just want to get my orange juice for my mimosas. I go to the corner store, and I'll be back in two hours. No, the corner store by definition is it's around the corner. the corner from you. So I don't know why you'd be driving you'd to walk. the corner store, <laughs> right? He doesn't like that corner store. He wants to go to the one that celebrities go to. You get a little spot in Koreatown, then you just go to the joint around the corner. I probably end up living in Skid Row. Why would you live in Skid Row? Because that's all I would be able to afford. Just a little. You can't even afford that side. anymore. They're kicking those people out because they're trying to make uh, downtown all hip. Yeah, they're gentrifying everything. Don't they just have one street? Let the homeless people just have one street. Like L.A. is full of rich people. Like why do you? Why can't you let them have do their heroin and do their cocaine on that one street? Leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, no one's doing that anywhere else in L.A. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like what is that heroin? Get over to Skid Row. <laughs> we don't uh, stand for that out here in Thousand Oaks. I honestly think that would cut down on a lot of stuff. I think if you just have one street in a city where everything is well, not everything, but like. As long as you're not hurting anybody, if you want to do your drugs, do your drugs. Just have one street that's the purge. 
Not no, no I'm not hurting anyone. Like if, if you want to do drugs, like I feel like alcohol, whatever. But you can't do you, drugs without hurting anyone. No, if you hurt yourself, I'm just saying. If you want to shoot up, then fine, whatever. But not, I'm saying murder should be illegal. But if you have one street where you know you could yeah, do but like, drugs, homeless people, but whatever. Skid Row is adjacent to the fashion district. See, I don't so know. let's say you were working in the fashion industry. Diane von Furstenberg. <laughs> you Pardon said it exactly me. right. He really. Furstenberg. Wait, what? 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 What was that word? Diane von Furstenberg. <laughs> I like how that's the first designer who came to yeah. his mind. Furstenberg? Some lady from the late 70s. <laughs> Real hip. Uh, I get a kick out of it. But let's say know. you were... I do, too. Let's say you were working in the fashion district. Sure. You'd, Depending on where you lived, you'd go right through Skid Row. Are you telling me... Uh, okay. North of Skid Row is Little Tokyo. Okay? South is fashion district. Let's say you find great place in Little Tokyo. Where is Toontown? Hmm? Toontown is everywhere around us, Bill. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a state of mind, really. <laughs> I've only been to L.A two times and uh mostly know about it from roger rabbit so okay yeah yeah you'd have to go right through skid row are you telling me you would ignore all those people you'd ride past why do your heroin junkie i would say you know it's for the greater good as long as they're on this street and not anywhere else i'll sacrifice you know wait my- how is that for the greater good because they're not doing it any- if they if I feel like if it was legal on that one street, everyone would just sleep and do heroin all on that one street. If you say it's legal, just right here. If you step out of the, if you step in this intersection, we're gonna beat your ass and arrest you. Then I feel like a lot of people would just stay on their street. Yeah, well, they're trying to gentrify well, downtown, so they're trying to get all those people out of there. Well, don't they have all those tent cities and stuff where people mm-hmm. are basically doing that already? It's like Hooverville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's literally what it is, right? That's what it, like it was in the Great Depression. People were living in tents in the middle of like. <laughs> We'd like to thank you, Herbert Hoover. <laughs> Herbert Hoover and the wind chime kids were real big back then. Oh. Real big. She just had a baby. Who that did? Ex, that ex-girlfriend. With the big boobs? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's not yours, is it? No, no. no. Is she still with the same person that yeah. she was with she after you? the baby you? daddy? Yeah. You know who else had a baby? But she already had one, yeah? She had yeah. another one, yeah. yeah okay. He it's not the same guy. He doesn't date people kids. Huh? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, he does. I'm just kidding. You the know better. Was... Yeah, she didn't have kids. Oh, that's right. She looked like she a kid, better. but she didn't have any kids. She looked like an adult. Uh-huh. No, I would... <laughs> not going to lie, I legit thought she was your daughter the... when I saw you that one time at Lowe's with her. She looks very young. I yeah, he knows. He looks at her. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> I have eyes. <laughs> I have eyes. <laughs> Uh, yes, pound cake. Before I go to break, oh, did you have a final thought? Yes, Brigitte, Jerry's final thought. Brigitte Nelson uh, is pregnant at fifty-four. I just wanted to throw that out there. I actually, yeah, I heard that. Why? Flavor Flav's baby? Ex, no, his ex-girlfriend. But she has some super hot Latino husband. They've been married for like seven years now, and he knocked her up. I don't know if that was natural. I don't know if she still had the eggs. I, I thought they would be like all dried up and dead by then. But dried up and dead. I, I apparently not. But she's pregnant at fifty-four. Like. Why? You think you're an old parent, Alan. Like, she will be 64. Well, good for her. I mean, if she's not dried up, why wouldn't you have another one? Why would you want to do that? Life is just getting good. You work so hard your whole life and have some money saved up, and, you know, you can finally retire. Right, but, but to some people, life getting good. Does she have any other kids? She's got yes. like three other kids or Oh, something. she does? Yeah. Oh, all oh, right. Yeah. Well, then she wanted some young Latin guy to put it in and leave it in. She's going to walk around with a crick in her back trying to chase that toddler around. 
crick in her back. <laughs> but she's a tall Danish beauty. Yeah, you can't understand a word that she's saying anyways. She used to call Flavor Flav Foofy Foofy Flavor Flav. Well, I never watched that show, so I only know the her surreal from like, life. I only know her from from when she used to hang out with Stallone. Foofy Foofy. All right, listen. <laughs> Alan, why is the gay black guy trying to segregate drug users? I didn't say whether they're white or black. They can he all... didn't either. He didn't drug... either. He just I'm said sick. drug users. He said segregate. Why do you want to segregate drug users? Because it's a crime. Yeah, they should be doing drugs amongst all of us. That's yeah. right. There should be no separation okay, between you... junkie and regular. Yeah, go That's ahead. Right. Do them in front of your kids. Sure. I'm not a junkie. You think people on Skid Row have kids that they're spending a lot of time with? I'm saying probably not. want them on Skid Row rather than doing them at home in front of their kids. I don't think they have kids. They could, junkies have kids all the time. What are you talking Not about? Not the people living on Skid Row is what I'm saying. They don't see them, but I bet you they probably have kids. They probably exist. That's, what I, said. That's what I said. Do you think they see spend an appreciable amount of time with their kids? Why am I arguing? <laughs> I don't know. I've, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm chasing my tail here. <laughs> hey, can you say that heroin for me? i got to go to my kid's soccer game. <laughs> From the Final Touch Construction Studios, this is the 50th anniversary of WMMS. Buzzard Radio. An iHeartRadio station. Ask Alexa to play WMMS on iHeartRadio. Now, back to the Alan Cox Show. Three five one nine two. you want to text? Have Slayer tickets for you in about a half an hour. They're doing that big show Thursday night out of Blossom, the Slayer farewell tour. Bringing a whole bunch of loud friends with them. Uh, Behemoth, Anthrax, Testament, Lamb of God. And they'll be the last pair this week, but I'll have some more for you next week. Wednesday is International Slayer Day. So if you've struck out with me thus far this week, on Wednesday's show, the day before they get out to Blossom, I will have Slayer tickets to go with every prize I give away. So everybody who wins something next Wednesday will get tickets for the Slayer show. If you're a Slayer fan, that's very good news. Or a fan of any of those other bands. If you're not... Sucks. No, you just have to find a good home for them <laughs> if you win. Give them to a friend. What kind of music is Slayer? Like soft rock? Slayer is soft rock, okay. yes. I'll play you some... Um, just like play. easy listening. Yeah. Kind of like in the vein of like Hall & Oates, maybe. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I'll give you a, a Slayer. Do you know there's like a bunch of fights at all? <laughs> That's the opening to Rain and Blood. Mm. Um, there were fights at Hall. Was John Oates at a Cavs playoff game like a couple weeks ago? Somebody said like Hall and Oates were courtside or something. Uh, was that true? That I think I heard sense, that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, who was I talking? To? One, one of uh, our people here went to Hall and Oates and said that there was it was, a, it was a great concert and they there were fights. Like some dude got decked by security and like what? or like hit a security guard and then really yeah. It's that older audience that doesn't party much and can't handle their high. Yeah. yeah. Really? Kinda it's yeah. kind of yeah. what happens. With all due respect. Did you go to Buffett or no? Did not. Nope. Because it was the weekend of the comedy tour. Yeah, and it was I was Sunday. I yeah. Because I, I, I asked Gwen ahead of time, like, you want to go to Buffett? She's like, no, we're going to be wiped 
after that yeah. weekend. Yeah. But I heard that was fun too. Yeah, my roommates went to Buffett. I was like, Did and they're they? young. Ugh. They're young. There's young people out there. But what would they want to? You want to? My friends went to Buffett and pop because like, it's a party. No, they want to drink and tailgate. Yeah, it's a party. Out was there. he at Margaritaville afterwards? You know what? Tomorrow is right, Erica. I doubt he came into town. It's What's tomorrow? Dave Matthews Band. Oh. How did I miss it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw the email from Cheryl yeah. saying it was like, I've got Dave Matthews tickets. I'm like, delete. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is weird. I know that it's 25 years ago that they were hot stuff, but you just don't hear that much. They got a new album out. I mean, I don't even know if radio well, grabs them they anymore. They have it's... such a loyal fan base that they don't need radio. People will just show up and... Get high and dance to this. Yeah, but those same stuff. those same fans would be like, "Oh, New Day Matthews," yeah. you know. You yeah, don't even really yeah, hear excited, about that yeah. anymore. Terror. <laughs> Listen, I don't care what the guy sounds like. His drummer is unbelievable. But that's not him. I don't like him. I don't care about the band. I care about him. Words you say. This is not my idea of a Friday. I understand. <laughs> we'll have the Bill Squire Friday get down here in a couple of minutes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I, got a le- I got a letter from Liz yesterday. She goes, That girl who got Weezer to cover Toto's Africa is my boss's daughter. Is a Rocky River girl. Yeah. Mm. That nagged uh, her name's, I'm going to give her full name. Her name's Mary Catherine something, I guess. Gallagher. Correct. Superstar. <laughs> she said she was going to be on NBC Nightly News. Was she on local NBC or was she on the Nightly News for NBC? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I just know saw either. it in Cleveland Scene or something. I got a clip of something, but I don't know if it's from local KYC or if it was from the Nightly News. Toto guitarist Steve Lukather, who's a great musician, uh, he thanked her, sent her a video message with Ringo Starr. Uh-huh. I thought it'd be funny, like, thought people would get a kick out of it if I told Weezer to cover Africa. It does blow my mind. I didn't think they would actually end up covering it one day. Mary, thank you so very much for putting this whole crazy Toto Weezer thing together. It's number one. I can't even believe it. Me and the guys are just flipped out. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. Yeah, she's like 14 or something. It's real young. And we played a little bit. They did, again, they didn't really do much to it, but... Is it at alancockshire.com? Yeah, it's up there. Okay. I appreciate a 14-year-old that's into Weezer. That's cool. Yeah. How is that not... And, and Toto. Mm-hmm. How is that not taken down with the dog talking? Because they had the rights to do it. Okay. It's on Weezer's official YouTube page. Okay. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. So, congratulations to uh, that girl from Rocky River who got uh, them to do... She's a School of Rock student. You're 15 that's and you peaked. Deal. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a cool. It's a it's a cool story, and it's it's a good song. I like it. I sang Weezer last night at uh, Corky's. I was doing a little karaoke <laughs> to blow off steam after the Cavs lost. Oh Corky, yeah? yeah. How'd you do? Uh, terrible. Did you bring the house down? No, I'm. Well, that's the song that everybody knows. Like yeah. I did say it ain't so, so everybody starts singing with you. Yeah. So it, I kind of get drowned out. Which you is didn't the way do. My I name do is it. Jonas. No. Or the world has turned and left me here. No, but I ended it with songs. Pinkerton is overrated. So, wait, you did karaoke but left the house standing? Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Boy, I didn't think anybody could make this song more mellow, but know, Rivers like, Cuomo yeah. managed Taking to do it. Over here. Yeah, but when it gets to the chorus, it's got a little oomph to it. Hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you. 
say it wrong. I think it should be I've missed the rings, not I've blessed. Not I've blessed. Yeah. Pound cake has some white people stuff in it. Most people don't even know all the words anyway. They're just going, Africa. That's all people know is Africa. I like Toto, but I don't like that song. I'm a big Toto fan. That's one of my least favorite songs in there. I want Dave Matthews to cover this. I'm not going to say it's white people stuff, but I was introduced to this song by like a, a farmer guy in college. A like, farmer a guy farmer in guy. college. What's a farmer I mean, guy? I mean, he just... He, Did he have straw sticking out of his mouth? <laughs> he might as well Wearing have. overhauls? He might as well have. He was like, you're not down with this. And like, we were pre-giving one day. He just put this on. I'm like, why is this on my Spotify? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, you're not down with Toto? I'm like, who? I'm like, like the, the Poodle's name in Cheetah Girls? He's like, no, Toto, the band, like Africa. And I'd never heard of it before. The Poodle's name in Cheetah Girls. Not Wizard of Oz. He goes straight for Cheetah Girls. Cheetah Girls. A more contemporary reference, mm. true. But, uh... Do you know how you know you're old? Pre-gaming is not like a concept to me anymore. It's like, it sounds so far off in the distance. Like drinking before the drinking just oh. doesn't seem relevant. Give, well, give I'm, old, I'm way older than you, and I still pre-game from time to time. Pre-game, you yeah. need it. Yeah. You don't get. Pound you g- need it because you can't afford the the drinks right. when you get to the bar. I can afford it, and I you just get and, and to you be get, smart. You get wrecked during the pre-game. <laughs> mm-hmm. You never get to the game. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I go to the game after. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's time for the Bill Squire Friday get down. <laughs> Nice and short. Short. nice and short. You're oh, that, that was it. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> that was That's it. Whole thing. I think one of the full Murray Saul Friday get-downs from back in the day, and I do mean full, uh, is the 50th anniversary page uh, that we've got. They're always adding new things, too, from the archives at WMMS.com. And there's a lot of good stuff there. Alan, dude, have you heard the new Ghost album? I cannot get into Ghost. What's Ghost? They're these dudes that I think are legit into Satan, but they paint their faces and they dress as like a pope, like he calls himself like Papa Infernus or something. I think they're Danish. I mean, at least King Diamond had the good you know, sense to give me a falsetto every now and then. Problem I got with Ghost is a band who looks like they do should not sound like the Monkees. Oh, they, they have do? A, yeah. They I I want yeah, them to be bit. I want them to be real dark and you know something, but people are way into them. That's what I'm picturing. I like their look. Death metal, right? But it's not. But it's not. The new song's called Rats. It's good, but it doesn't. You know. I want them to sound like Volbeat, not like Maroon Five. You know. I wouldn't say this is Maroon Five. This is a. Uh... I'm thinking of the singing. I guess yeah. I, I don't know. It's. I can't why people like them. I just cannot get into them. And I keep trying, but I can't do it. Instantly hate it. See? It's kind of 80s-ish, which I think is why people like them. Like, they have to go by Ghost BC here in this country, because there's another, they lost a lawsuit or something. But overseas, they just go by Ghost. But if you Google them, like, they have, like, face paint and devil stuff and, you know... They shouldn't sound like this, you know. Yeah, it's like why I don't like Kiss, because they should have sounded way hard, more hardcore than they look. Or than they did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not my kind of music. 
You know, it sounds like Monster <laughs> Mash. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. So they have a cool look. Like that, I think maybe the new album, they're doing more like a like a uh, 70s gangster type vibe, but usually the guy's wearing like a Pope. He's wearing a miter and a thing, and they're all dressed. They stay Definitely anonymous. an interesting look. Yeah, it's a cool look. They, they stay anonymous, um, but... They shouldn't sound like Who that. Who makes those masks, do you think? It's makeup, I think. No, no, oh, no. The no. Other they've guys. got masks on. I think the main singer has got makeup, but the other guys have... I don't know. So, yeah, I, people keep trying to get me into Ghost, and I've tried. Can't do it. I mean, God bless if you are, but... New Coheed just came out. I was listening to that in the office yeah. the other day. Sounds like Coheed. Yeah, it sounds like Coheed. That's what they do. I dig it. I like it. It's ten minutes long. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Well, sure, I was, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna subject you to that. <sighs> yeah. No, it popped up in my Spotify. I go on Fridays. I'll go through the um, the new metal playlist. Mm-hmm. All the new stuff. By the way, uh, Spotify has already reversed their controversial artist policy. Remember, they were they said we're not going to promote. We're not going to oh, pull okay. them, but we're not going to promote R. Kelly. We're not going to promote Chris Brown. They because flipped he, it. They flipped on that already. Yeah, because mm-hmm. people still play them. People still play them. They said, well, it's not our job to play judge and jury. People should be able to listen to what they want to listen to, which I I fully agree with. But I wasn't sure why they were patting themselves on the back for not promoting them. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if you pulled the music, which you're not going to do because people should be able to listen to whatever they want to listen to. Yeah, but lack of promotion doesn't change that. Yeah, do they really need to promote R. Kelly at this point? Well, no, people are going to listen to. They're it. talking Who is this about R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. No, they're talking about like if you play a song and it say, "Oh, songs you might also like," and the oh, you know, okay. ignition gotcha. might pop up and it right. show you like so to give you you know. It is a hot track though. Yeah, I mean, nothing gets a party started like R. Kelly. Like artists and listeners raised concerns that false allegations or earlier youthful mistakes could hurt their standing <laughs> on the... I like that. Because you got to worry about that now. If, it, if somebody does something, everybody's digging into everybody's past. So that's a legitimate con- concern. We don't aim to play judge and jury. We aim to connect artists and fans. So that's what we're going to keep on See, doing. S- some people, they use their past like bad decisions as their art. There you go. Like me. Decisions aren't my thing. Available now on Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to or stream uh, Wherever music. you get your comedy. Yeah. Or yeah. like me with my nasty finger story. Is that on an album? Is that on Spotify? It's on the comedy show video. So no, it's not. Okay. When it's not on Spotify. <laughs> it's real proud of that one. Yeah. Even you told it on the show before. You realize that, right? No, I, I not uncensored. Yeah, you no, did. He, he's told not it not uncensored, but he's told that it's not like pennies. Yeah, you've talked about that before. <laughs> and the, also, word, the word discharge was in there, and you've told that story a few times when we've done like Bronnie and Clyde and stuff like that. Like I've heard that story enough to like kind of know the beats of it. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> mm. Alan, I didn't think I was the biggest Erica fan until I started listening when she came back. You guys kind of sucked without her. Aww, You're a much more solid rude. show with her. Well, I appreciate how they I, feel. I appreciate that they didn't think that they were a fan before, and now it's always appreciate. a backhanded compliment, isn't it? <laughs> That's yeah. rude. Yeah, it's always a backhanded compliment. So, I, hey, Erica. Hey, how's it going? First time caller. I used to hate your guts, but uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe that's what it is. Well, and also you do a show for eight years. I mean, I think people get used to hearing 
the same voices for a really long time. And then if one is missing, of course, there's going to be a difference. That's right. And then 15 weeks go by and people get used to hearing it a different way. Right. So thanks a lot, Erica. People were calling. People were calling <laughs> yeah. in here. They were like, "F you guys, bring Erica back," and then hang up. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, let yeah. it rip." Well, they would really serious. call and do that. Yeah, there was a couple people that. Well, I think it was probably the same guy, but he was <laughs> the same guy. I got one advocate. <laughs> Colin, that, Colin. Did it sound like Tim? If you bring Erica back. It was more screaming. Well, I think yeah. a lot of people were probably just annoyed, too, because you guys couldn't give any update or anything, and I wasn't really sharing anything for a while, either, because I didn't have anything to share Yeah, yet. people thought I was lying, and I was like, I don't... Why would I do that? Yeah. I don't... What? There was no... There was no plot to no, keep it. No it's your business. You had the baby. You got out of rehab. You're fine now. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. You did it in one fell swoop. <laughs> Al and I pre-gamed on Monday for the first time in 15 years. Went to the tribe game with my parents and brothers. We have a keg of beer at work, so I had Ooh. six beers. Ooh, that's Damn. a hell of a pregame. Damn. I ended up drinking $21 worth of water at the game. <laughs> <laughs> you had two waters at the game? <laughs> two whole waters. Wow, wow congratulations. Got to get up to pee a lot under those circumstances. That was like that one bar crawl. I was buzzballing on the way, and one is enough. It's plenty. Oh, yeah. I had like two and a half, I think, and then I got there, and the the rest of the bar crawl was water. Yeah, water, you end water, up not water. drinking for the first four bars. <laughs> yeah. You got to pregame yeah. with tequila. You got to take like two tequila shots so you're warm. As soon as you feel like the warmness, like you're like, all right. Do you I'm have tequila to for tonight? I have a friend that's bringing it, yeah. <laughs> what time? What time do you guys have to be down there? Uh, we go on at ten. <laughs> we go on. Oh, at it's yeah. late. Oh, yeah. I see. And then we have to say like one thing. We introduce the uh, drag queen. Thor. Yeah, oh, Thor wait. Thor, and then we're out. That's all we have then to you, do. Then you, then Poundcake, you've got to pace yourself. Then, or do you want to? We're be gonna get a nice base at Lago. You want to be? There's no way he's pacing himself. I'll be fine. That's why I'm saying it out loud. Yeah. You're gonna. Well, again. Under these conditions where you really don't have to do much, you could just hand the mic to Bill and he could... But if you're going to be lit up by well, 10 p.m. This is more his event than my event, so he's he's not it's passing on it up on me, yeah. He's got to figure out to make sure the microphone's on, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's going to be someone it's using It's his one it moment tonight mm-hmm. and he, the mic's off the entire time. Yeah, there's going to be a, a DJ. DJ on from like 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. So if you get down there early, you'll have something to do. Who's the DJ? Memo or Mimo? Yeah. Oh, Mimo. Mimo, yeah. He does. I think he does all like the live events. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Saw a documentary on him. On Mimo? Yeah, Finding Mimo. Um, I've got to. <laughs> so Friday. It's so dumb. The Alan Cox Show. It all is created in a place like this by putting bits and pieces of sound together and building them all up until what you hear seems real. The Alan Cox Show on one hundred point seven WMMS. Three five one nine two. That'll get a text in front of me here if you want. Our live stream still up and running on our YouTube channel at alancockshow.com. And uh, tribe game tonight, eight ten here on MMS. Second of four against the Twins in Minneapolis. Indians grabbed the first one last night by one run. And the Cavs will be here on MMS as well. That is Sunday night, game two of the NBA Finals at eight o'clock. 
they will be back here at home for Game 3 at the Q on Wednesday night. And there are tickets for you to win for that game. So get to WMMS.com, use the keyword contest, and enter yourself. Alan, thanks for a great show last Saturday in Kent. About an hour after I met Poundcake, I was barfing in the bushes in front of my house. (laughs) At least I didn't vomit in my Lyft driver's car. It's always a plus. On the way from Kent back to Akron. And you didn't drive. That's a good thing, too. Mm -hmm. Very smart. And who knew people were still taking Lyft? I take Lyft. Uh, I, I use Lyft mostly. Yeah, I predominantly use Lyft. Hmm. Most drivers have both apps anyway. They work for both companies. so I've just had better experiences with Lyft drivers. Same here. So. I agree. I Nothing against Uber. I just have had b- mm-hmm. better experiences. Yeah, I'm the other way. I used Lyft a couple of times, and they were super chatty. And I was like, hmm. Given the fact that you're probably right, they probably are driving for both. Yeah, I mean, I just think the app is easier to use. Maybe it's because it's the first one I had, and I'm just used to using that app. I don't know. Yeah, they're so hard to use. Here's where I am. Send a driver. <laughs> I, I'm not saying very difficult to use. I'm not saying either are are hard to use. Very I'm saying I'm used to, to the Lyft platform. I just downloaded some apps, uh, some dating apps, just because my friend was telling me about them. Yeah, and I'm. There, there's some very interesting <laughs> ones now. There's one. It's called Happen. Yeah. And it's all about like who you happen upon. So it's all proximity based. Like you don't swipe right or left. Just if you get near someone, like near people, people show up and they go, "Oh, we're gonna match you up that way." Hey, and Lyft. I haven't actually had any matches yet because I just downloaded. H a p p n. Yeah. And then there's another. I like one. how they remove all these apps. Remove a vowel. Yeah. And then there's another one called Blender. Not Blender. It's uh, I like how grind. I like how Grinder is. No, a, is I've already a mask. done Bumble. Uh, it's on my phone. My phone. The Bumble's where the ladies in charge. Of yeah, the combo. right. Exactly. That that's the cuck app. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Cucker. C u c k r. The other one is Jacked. Not Jacked. Huggle. No. Scruff. No. What is it? It's uh. Scott, Scruff it's, it's is like for, friends of friends. What did I basically. miss? Why do you guys talk about Grinder and Scruff? You know, well, of course he knows Scruff because Bill said he's on an app called Happen, which is location based. Where it's like they've just gotten to the point where they go, "Do you want to be, meet somebody who's right next to you?" Well, that's yes. Grinder though. Grinder is location. based. It will tell you feet. Like it literally, you could click send location and make, it shows you how many footsteps it is. To I always make door. them turn it on when we're like out in public. I'm like, "Hey, turn on your Grinder and just see who's near." And then, and then. Well, where were we the one time we were in the flats or something? I was like, turn on your grinder app. And it was our He turns it on, and a dude was, like, walking by, and he's, like, zero feet, and he was, like, in front right. of us. You're like, good morning, father. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll figure out what this is. There's Huggle. There's Scruff. Mm-hmm. Jacked has got to be a Hinge app, is right? the other one. Hinge. Hinge. Yes. Oh, I've heard of Hinge. Yeah, and that's, like, friends of friends. So, basically. There's yeah. a TV ad and then, that. And then you, uh, like, fill out, like, a questionnaire, and... You're not swiping right or left. You're like reading through their profile and what they do and what they enjoy, and then replying to that. So. But so many of these are basically the same thing. Right, like yeah. Blender is just who's near you. I mean, they're all kind of geotagged and location based anyway. Mm-hmm. So then they got to do an even deeper dive where they're like, based on the music you like. Mm-hmm, right. like yeah. I also don't think having shared interests is a necessity 
in a rela- in making a relationship work. Yeah, Even you have your own interests. You don't like vaping, and Ian loves vaping, and you guys get along just fine. Yeah. He's a loser, you're right, cool. Right, but for a dating app, they have to have a hook. They can't be like, it matches you with people you have nothing in common with. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I get that. I'm just saying, like, I, it's just so weird that people always, like... Oh well, she also likes da da da, so we must be a match. So we should do a dating app that's the exact opposite, where you get matched up with people that don't have anything in common with you. Yeah, it's called Oppo. (laughs) Oppo. Huggle. Just remove all the vowels. Huggle connects users based on the commonality of places they frequent. Oh, I go to that sub shop a lot too. I'll get off that. I, that that's, would, that's the misconnection of apps, of like dating apps. Yeah. I guess, but yeah. wouldn't you just go, yeah, I've seen you there. Let's have a Say conversation. Yeah. yeah, but if you haven't worked up off, the courage, then maybe that will help you uh, do so. I get off fat people because all I go is to fast food restaurants. So all mine would be like, hey, I saw you at the drive through at Wendy's. Yeah, you work there and I go there. So hey, uh, fat <laughs> people need love too. Jacked is a dating app catering to gay and bisexual men. J A C K apostrophe D. I can break down all I the like that. They should just call it apostrophe D. <laughs> Grinder is the most popular because Grinder's a little bit of everything. You have your daddies on there. You have the leather guys. Uh, you got the young teenage twinks. The largest uh, gay social network app in the world is called Blued. B L U E D. Oh, I blued myself. Twenty-seven <laughs> million users. It's based out of China, but there's twenty-seven million yeah, users. I'm, I'm, probably because they're all in China. Because I've never heard of them. I never heard of that. Pactor. P A K T O R. As in Fudge Pactor? <laughs> no. Mutually interested users and allows them to chat individually. See, it's just shades of difference. Right. With these. That's why all the work that goes into putting an app together, you'd think there'd be more glaring differences. There can't be that many holes in the dating app field. But this is how they get you, though, because you'll use the app and then you'll see, like, you'll finally see one sexy guy out of all the. the creatures that are on there and it's like click on and it's like do, 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 do. you'll see like a tetris game or something like that it's like if you want to see more subscribe i'm like damn it i'm not subscribing i just wanted to message that dude well for straight guys you're basically trying to get on the app that hasn't been infiltrated by all the bots yet yeah where they're just trying to get you go go to like a webcam site or mm-hmm. something a lesbian dating app lesbian queer bisexual by curious women used Scissor? to be no <laughs> with with an just an r, r. Sliver. it was called datch D-A-T-T-C-H, but now it's just called her. Smart. Are you on Datch? The hell is that? Swarm. Are you on her? I met her on her. Swarm allows users to share their locations with their friends and create a record of their experiences. Creepy. Oh, you mean like a story? Like Instagram stories? Like Yelp? Yeah. You mean like a conversation? Hmm. Viber. Instant (laughs) Is that how to match up with uh, different vibrators? I'm just saying, yeah. find the one that's best fit for you. I'm so glad I'm not single. Vagina News! Why did my Vagina News start playing? I don't know, but it's... Uh... Ghost of Lesbians Past, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do have some Vagina News, but yeah. wow. Might as well use it. Spooner. Spoon with an R. Strangers who live within walking distance from each other could meet up for a casual platonic cuddle. Oh. Cuddle. <laughs> Please so, no. Although so you it's know not what? for uh, people that defrauded charities. What spooner? Oh God! <laughs> no, if you've defrauded a charity here in Cleveland, Ohio, when, hit us up. I would have used that back in the day. Like when I was living alone in Chicago, I didn't want a boyfriend. I just wanted to, like someone to cuddle with every once in a while because I lived alone. You would have died. I mean, it would have died. You would have died. You go into a random guy's house. 
I went to random dudes' houses. You don't think she ever went to random dudes' houses? I met guys out and, you know, had a casual She's affair. Lit. She did have things. apps back then where it was just like you talk to a guy and then no, you're going to No, I actually had to get to there. know them in person. Yeah, I'm saying, if you Ugh, just meet somebody on a, an yeah. app and then you walk over there, that's but real I think I, I think I MySpace some dudes, like didn't know much about them and met them up at a bar. A San Francisco-based dating app, the most hipster thing ever. It's called Coffee Meets Bagel. Oh, God. <laughs> it really rolls off the tongue. I'm, sure it's, I'm surprised it's not Coffee Meets Cronut or whatever. Okay, Cupid. Cupid. <laughs> I'm sorry? Cupid. Zeusk is still a thing. J-Date is always going to be a thing. That's the Jesus people? No, 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 Jews. no Jewish. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, a nice Jeez, Jewish. Well, Jesus was a Jew. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're not into mouth stuff. That's yeah, but he wasn't really much of a dater. Uh, I don't think that's, he was. that's true. There's a millionaire matchmaker app, Christian Mingle, the Inner Circle. What's the one that you have to for be in? young professionals who live within the same city? Oh, the what? Yeah, I know what you're gonna say the, the famous one. one. Yeah, the famous. You got to be invited. Oh, that's um. It's like Raya for uh, the celebrities. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think it's it. Raya. Yeah. I applied for that here. Denied. <laughs> Denied like pound cake for Wait, a check mark. So it's based on city? So you apply for your city? Yeah, but I don't even think there was enough people in Cleveland to make it happen yet. Right. That was like two years ago. There's one called Badu. That's when you only want to date girls named Erica, I assume. <laughs> they looked at you, Bill. They were like, oh, he's a radio guy. There's no way his net worth is over a million dollars. Well, no, Raya, yeah, Raya is was... more just like if you're a celebrity. Yeah. But what defines they don't, celebrities? They don't check your monetary like income. They just well, who are they to judge? Because clearly, if they're not from here, they're not going to know who's a celebrity. Well, a they judge because it's very exclusive. Somebody's going to judge. Elite singles is another one. AnastasiaDate.com. It connects men from North America to women from Eastern Europe. Oh, Ooh. surprise! Trump hasn't slapped his name on that. Christian connection. Yeah. Well, okay. Boy. You got a lot of ground to cover here, Billy. A lot of ground to cover. Yeah, I'm dipping my toe in, but I'm, I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, my toe. Take it easy. Okay. Dip my toe is another mm-hmm. dating app. It's right there. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. It's for foot fetishists. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want vagina news? I've got some. Yeah, news. Vagina news. I mean, the universe wanted us to talk about it. Woman born without a vagina has one created using tilapia fish skin. No. Need I say more? (laughs) Stinky. Well, uh, you know. Yeah. That's it? What what better way to, you know. But how does it stay alive? Like, how does it I don't think it's a live fish. How do the cells, no, not the fish. I mean, how does the (laughs) tissue survive? She went through the revolutionary procedure last year in Brazil. <laughs> they uh, opened a space. Uh, they basically yeah, got her in the they taint. They sure did. And they got her in the taint there, and then they uh, inserted a mold that was lined with tilapia skin. Once in contact, tilapia skin acts like stem cells and is absorbed and transformed into cellular tissue. Oh, okay. So tilapia is the stem cells of the sea. <laughs> Not only does it make amazing... Flour tortilla tacos. Uh, it also makes great vaginas. Is it great, though? Well, according to this woman. Eh. I mean, it's better than no vagina at all. Before being used, it undergoes a special cleaning. Good to... Cl- qu- I'm glad that they've specified that. Yeah, it's important to point that out. <laughs> she said she now feels like a proper woman who enjoys a healthy sex life. Hmm. There you go. 
Good so for they, her. They I think her, uh, science is amazing. It really is. You'd think at this point they could 3D print something. But no, they're still using tilapia fish skin. And I'm looking forward to the reality show that stems from this. That's like a... Good pun. It's like a, uh, a combination of Deadliest Catch and uh, what's the... the Surgery watched. Watched, yeah. <laughs> Another one of those deadliest catch guys died. Yeah, he was like 38. These dudes. All drug users. I guess mm-hmm. so. Man. Um, is that what happened with him? Yeah, and they, the part, problem is, too, these guys got to stay awake for long periods of mm-hmm. time. And they start, you know, getting into coke, and then when they're Adderall, off season, like that, yeah. they don't know what to do with themselves. You know, they're yeah. not working. So they're just partying. Yeah. It's a stressful job, job too. But wouldn't the show help? I mean, they're not doing it for free. Like they, they yeah, but from... they're not making a ton of money on that. You show. make something, but they follow like yeah. But then you spend your, spend that money on drugs. Mm-hmm. Because you get a habit, and then you start making money. Go on vacation. Only like the famous captain guys, like Sig and Jonathan. Speaking Japanese to me. I don't yeah, Captain. I, I hosted their convention a few yeah. years ago. But Sig I... is like the big one. Yep. And um, Sig Hansen. Yeah, Sig Hansen, and what's the... Uh, I can see his face, but I, I don't remember his the name. The guy with the white beard? Yeah, yeah, I don't She's know. He's from Pittsburgh. I don't know who that one is. I forget his name. Um, Yeah, when these guys aren't on the boat, last thing they want to do is go on vacation. They probably want to sit in their house, mm-hmm. shoot up. Well, damn. That's what they do. Uh, and also, finally, in Vagina News, a million-dollar vibrator uh, from an Australian jeweler. He said, I want to create something that shows the value that people place on sex. So this is supposed to cost a lot of money. Um, he has created the Pearl Royale Vibrator, the priciest way to get off. That better be something fierce. It weighs a pound. Damn. And it runs on two motors. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to kill yourself. It's platinum. It's covered with 2,000 diamonds. Some royal blue sapphires and very rare pink diamonds, all provided by Russian diamond merchants. Is it dishwasher safe? Doesn't say. Is it going to scratch you on the inside? What about no, microwave? Because they're put it in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> they're flush with the body of the vibrator, so you don't get uh, scratched on the gems. Hmm. The lucky user twists a platinum key to get it started. What some steampunk vibrator? What is this? <laughs> Your vibrator's not going to scratch the inside. You don't put a vibrator up there. You, you can. I was like, you don't. Well, you, uh, some people uh, do. Vibrating dilds, maybe. Well, that's what this is. Oh. Do whatever you want to with it. <laughs> For a million dollars, you can do. Yeah. When I hear vibrator, I just think of the little, like just the little, like the bullet. The yeah. Pocket. Well, Rocket. no, this is a thing. This is a shaft. It looks like, oh, okay. oh, it's yeah. a phallus. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's the palace of phallus. <laughs> if it's shaped like a duck and vibrates <laughs> like a duck, it's probably a duck. Uh, so, yeah, a, a million dollars for the Pearl Royale. I thought it was going to be expensive because there was some type of ultra pleasure or something you'd get from it, but just covered in diamonds, please. Huh, all right. You, who needs that to be fancy? You're not showing it off to people. You might be. Just between you and your God. <laughs> He's currently showing it in a show called Olispos, which is Greek for dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea to look Olispos that up. Olispos sounds so much what fancier. What is Greek for dildo? <laughs> right. From the Isle of Lesbos comes Alisbos, <laughs> Greek for dildo. Mega Alisbos. That's right. They do that now, don't they? Call themselves Lesbos. So there's your vagina news. For vagina you. news! Hello, Stripper Scott. Speaking of million-dollar dildos. <laughs> you know it. What's going on? 
Hey, I was just wondering, you guys are talking about the uh, dating apps. I was wondering, based on what you know about me, maybe you could suggest one I should use because the dating site I, I was using for all these years has uh, been shut down by the government. You'd want one called Payer. It's P-A-Y-R. Uh, it's for people who have no problem shelling out all their money for sex. <laughs> or John. Yeah, how do you pay pay a hooker? Is it straight cash or is it like a Venmo transaction? Like, how do you do that? Uh, to be honest, it's usually cash, but there are some of these, uh, these high-end ones. They take MasterCard and, like, PayPal and... Uh, MasterCard? Do they have a, sw- a credit card machine? They probably have a cube. <laughs> Just go yeah, ahead. Let me like... dip that real quick. All right, <laughs> all good. Yeah, it's a cube they have, right? The square thing? Oh, yeah, the square. Yeah. Sorry. Square. Yeah, I was surprised as you guys. What does it say as, like, the transaction? Yeah, what shows up on your credit card receipt? Your your credit card statement? Johnny's lube stop or something. (laughs) Best bitch number one. Yeah, probably, like, um... EliteEscorts.com or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably some like Elite. entertainment. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was pretty specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not gonna get shut down at all. What's on the docket for this weekend, Scott? Oh, um, I don't know yet. It's too far ahead. I haven't planned that far. It's too far ahead. We're almost yeah. there. It's the weekend for a lot of people. For yeah. you, yeah, you're yeah. off work. This weekend, I just I just left two minutes ago. This uh, week has been pretty crap for everybody at my place. So uh, I'm, I'm just gonna wing it. I guess I don't know. You know it's gay pride. All right, well, yeah, right um, up his alley. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, that's an option. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I'll go hang out with some other uh, folks that would think I, I don't totally fit in, I guess. I don't know. Alan, why wouldn't that uh, dating app be called Hot Dog Meets Bagel? <laughs> 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 All right, good luck, Scott. All right, take care, guys. All right. Mike and Parma says, after you use that million-dollar dildo, it's a Royale with cheese. <laughs> uh, yeah, how fast does it depreciate I don't know. after the first use? <clears throat> and uh, finally, before I go to break... Car salesman sues former boss for farting in his office, punching staff members' nipples. <laughs> punching nipples? Punching nipples? Just the pinching nipples. Nipples. Oh, pinching. Oh, pinching. Yes. Did I say punching? You said punching. Yeah, you said I'm punching. sorry. Like, I was so excited sense? about the office farting. <laughs> pinching staff's nipples. Wait. Pinching's way funnier. Can filed you sue a, me over that? Filed a defamation suit against his former boss, saying that his ex-employer habitually used farts as ammunition... <laughs> pinched staffer's nipples, and once told colleagues that he was a sex offender, that he called the guy a sex offender in front of his uh, colleagues. Where do I sign up? Brett Bland has filed suit against his old <laughs> boss at Auto Nation Acura in League City, Texas, saying that his boss was relentlessly crude and created a sexually hostile environment <laughs> through constant taunting flatulence, vulgar banter, and frequent pinching of male subordinates' nipples. The old fart bully. Yep. That's tough. But I love when these people file these kinds of lawsuits that are kind of salacious in nature because the legalese has to be kind of, you know, it's got to be written in a way where it's very proper, the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted. His suit um, lays out his case. That uh, while working in enclosed offices, they were uh, his boss would laugh as they were all forced to breathe soiled air. <laughs> <laughs> Got a very important meeting. Yes. All yeah. hands on deck. All hands on deck.
That would piss me off. That's unprofessional. Enjoy some soiled air as I leave. Pass gas. The smell may drive him away. Oh, it's unprofessional? Who could ever do anything like that? Oh, yeah. Bill does that to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he hot boxes. He just like rips one and runs away. Yep. He said that uh, his infuriating flatulence continued for more than a year, but the dealership turned a blind eye. A brown Brown eye. eye. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) Yeah. His boss then texted eight to ten of the guy's co-workers and said, keep your children safe. You are receiving this because there's a sex offender in your area. <laughs> and it was a picture of him. <laughs> oh, God. Sounds like a fun workplace. Yeah. He's like a fun boss. <laughs> there's always one turd in the punch bowl. Like some, one people have, ruin it for some people have casual Fridays. <laughs> this guy has fart meetings. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. He said then management retaliated against him by enforcing a brand new rule that he sell eight cars a month or get the axe. Mm. So That's a lot. Go. Yeah, that is a lot. Uh, well, <laughs> sorry. Cars when they smell like farts, though. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Is that so new like, car smell? No, it is not. <laughs> it is new fart smell. Mm-hmm. And now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> get out of here. Careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Remember, it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink. Unless you can double think, you'll vanish into the blue. Big Brother is watching you. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. And everywhere you go on our free iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.